I swear, if Hunt don't patch soon, I'm going to go postal. I don't know what why you're what? so obsessed about a patch that changes the I numbers. I don't know why either, but I'm just like, I need this patch. It's like it's being told you can't have something, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it oh, it's like, oh, we took down the test server a week ago, and today apparently we were meant to be getting the DLC, but that's been pushed back, or, like, or it's back to coming soon. And it's like all the signs were there for it to be today, I and hope, it wasn't. I hope they and release just... another video tomorrow, and mm -hmm. it still says coming soon with no date. Just to tease, and, just to tease you, Steve. And, and they just keep doing so because everyone's kind of fed up with Hunt right now, and they're just kind of like the patch. Just give me the patch. Maybe that will fix the servers. Maybe that will. Then we could just get our health chunks back for free. Get crate points. For uh, yeah, free. yeah, Steve. I'm sure free uh, health regen will solve everyone's okay. collective burnout. <laughs> okay, but first of all, like the the uh, that means no more big health chunks ever if you don't want them. And second, the traits means that, like, you can get Necro straight away, probably, unless you're really unlucky. You can get it if you want, like, a crossbow. You just get the bolt thrower really, you know, early on. You can get any of the necessary traits if they're cheap enough. Fanning might be a bit out of reach, same for levering. But any of, like, the weapon traits, you can probably buy early on. So it just makes every build uh, active a bit more quicker. So it is actually, like, a big change. Ah, oh, but it's like fiddly bits. It's a little yeah. bit fiddly, I do agree, but it is for someone who plays Hunt a lot, I'm like, oh, that means like if I want a crossbow, like I don't have to like re-roll to get the crossbow trait or go in for a match and just pray that I survive that one match. I can just get it straight away and stuff. I feel like I'm weird though, in that I don't like that. I don't like everyone can just have whatever they want. I don't think that is interesting. No, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like, like, like a Call like, of Duty loadout. You said like, oh, I've got, you know, I have to go into the game and hope to get out to get my crossbow trait. And I'm like, that's that's good, right? That's the point. That's the whole thing about Hunt. That's why it's different from like, yeah, Call of Duty. I don't know. I'm just like that. That I'm like, I've played enough where I'm just like, just give me the traits that I want. You know, it it it, it, it feels like a little bit like everything is getting maybe so like too normalized to the point where it's like, why is there even an economy? Anymore. Why is there even hunt? Why is yeah. why is there even hunt? Why why is there there even hunt? Yeah. <laughs> they normalize everything so much and they just remove the game entirely. Which is like, yeah, yeah we've, oh. we're we're calling it a day. And also, just the Avto nerf, please, just give me so no, I don't hear an Avto every single match because even I'm hearing an Avto every single match, and that's weird. Yeah, but the difference being in your lobbies, no one can aim with it, so it's not really an advantage. <laughs> no, they can sometimes. <laughs> Have you taken it, Steve? Do you, are you? And uh, right it now. once i think i had three so i took them just to like get rid of them while you and everybody else yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the fucking game right now do yeah. you think this nerf will actually make a difference apparently uh, there is someone who i talked to who is uh quite an avid after user and they said on the test server they couldn't aim for shit with it so hopefully <laughs> i mean what's what's actively changing i thought it was just like ammo differences no, the ammo difference, and also the Avto specifically is getting its left, right, up and down recoil uh, getting worse. So yeah, yeah, oh, that's how it should be. You should you should do one burst, and you should be looking at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by it. There's no reason that gun should be in the game full stop because it is completely yeah. against the design philosophy of that game entirely. <laughs> I, I do I do like when though when they take guns. And and or take things that like break you know in certain circumstances breaking your own 
rules can be fun. Yeah. But I feel like it it does it in all the bad, unfun ways. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Nitro is is an example of like, hey, it's pretty it's it's really strong, but it's like finicky and stuff like that. And it's it's good. And then yeah, the Avto is just like, yeah, I don't know, just have a machine gun. How how could that possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. If I feel personally, if the Avto is gonna be in the game at all, it should be the gun that certain people think it is. You know the people say like it's a meme gun. But it's yeah. you know it's actually really strong. Uh, yeah. It sh- it should actually be a meme gun. Like it should yeah. Yeah. it should fire ridiculously fast, but do like twenty damage per shot or something <laughs> yeah. stupid. And, and like, when you fire it, it, it does the clown honker honker. I've got <laughs> yeah. it right. It's no longer a Mosin Avto. It's a Bornheim Avto. I've seen that <laughs> around a lot. Six yeah. bullets. <laughs> They're still not dead. <laughs> That would actually be OP though. Like you can't just make the Bornheim like that. I hate how people hate the Bornheim. I still love the Bornheim, even if it's shit. It's like oh, my favorite gun. It's my favorite gun in that game by no, far. It's not. Well, I like it. I think it's cool because um, Pedro Pascal has one, right? Does he? That's yeah. Mandalorian's gun is a Bornheim. God, I was yeah, thinking. I was thinking of like Last of Us. I was like, when yeah. when does Joel get a fucking Bornheim? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he doesn't have a born home in Last of Us because he'd be dead in like thirty seconds. That's true. Flat. Yeah, <laughs> he'd run into the first zombie and be like, "Oh, I've shot it nine times. Why is it still coming?" Yeah, there's that. There's that um, deleted scene of Game of Thrones where he's in the fight with the mountain, but he he unfortunately dies because he only has a born home. <laughs> <laughs> I shot him six times and then he stabbed me. That's not fair. He poked my eyes out. I shot him like seven times. This game's so stupid. Right <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's not gonna get better than that, so we'll just jump straight into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game Forecast, our weekly gaming podcast where we get together and chat about all the things that we've played and all the new news stories for the week. My name is Josh, aka Bottlerworks, and I'm here with Olive Meister Will. Hello, everybody. Quick, quick, Steve. Hello, my name is Steve, and I'm currently melting into a pool of 100% pure awesomeness. And Sam, Sammer. Hello, I'm Sam. I'm just melting. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't tell, you've probably heard it throughout everyone's streams and videos this week, but England is currently very, very hot. And it just feels like it's not going to end. Mm-hmm. I guess like it's just... We were talking about this earlier. Uh, it's just summer now, right? Every summer, going forward, it's just going to be hotter than the last one. Yeah. Uh, what's that? I, I fucked this up the other day, but that saying where it's like, it's not the hottest summer on record. It's the coolest summer you'll have for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's that um is it a simpsons movie where bart's like this is the worst, worst day, day of, of your life, life so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's basically england and the heat going forward <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about some stuff uh what have you done this week steve what have you been playing oh oh god what have i been playing uh i've i've done some street fighter and some runescape oh cool i've i've done a lot of street fires. Did you want to do a little bit of RuneScape first and then go into Street Fire? Yeah. Okay. Um, so RuneScape, I have fully become addicted. I absolutely love just putting the game on. I have, even to the detriment of other games, like I want to play more Diablo. I keep playing RuneScape because there's always something time limited to do. And I'm like, I've got to grind out my golden cape or yeah, <laughs> this event. Or... Clarification, this is RuneScape 3. Yes. Because there are two versions of RuneScape. And this one is the slightly less popular one, I think. I think old school yeah. is the bigger one. 
old school is the bigger one, but it's also the less new player friendly one. Like it's the absolutely, know. yeah. And uh, so I've been playing a lot of RuneScape three, and uh, yeah, I've in in specifically I have been enjoying. There's a special area. I think it's a newer area um, where you can build up your own fort, and like so that's like becomes your home base. And you have to like gather materials and construct like a a work be- uh, a work area, like a guardhouse, a chapel. Um, and in the latest update, which happened on Monday, they added like a woodcutting area, like a grove. Um, so I've just been literally gathering in there, and it's it's so mindless and so fun because it's just you don't you don't have to pay attention to the game at all. I think what makes RuneScape so easy to play, but so mm-hmm addicting at the same time is the game has so many little goals that you can yes. always aim for there's always like a million things you can do and they're all pretty fun and they're always mm-hmm. they're always within reach it feels like nothing yeah. feels like that's so dauntless i'm just gonna not play it's always like oh well, if i play for like another hour or two i could get that or this or you that get or... this or that yeah and that's the thing is because i've actually Usually when I'm playing games, like I have a stream on in the background, but it's usually just like me not really paying attention to the stream because I'm like, oh, Diablo, I need to not die. Or Street Fighter, I'm fighting other players online. Whereas RuneScape is just like, oh, I can pay full attention to like watching something on Netflix, watching a stream, even playing another game. I just have RuneScape on in the background. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like it's a bit overwhelming when you first get in. There's like a tiny tutorial but not there's not much guidance you kind of need to hyper focus on something and then try to look up like the runescape wiki is your best friend for this game um because you can there's you can do as there's 101 things to do which is both a good and a bad thing because you could do everything from the start yeah um so yeah i think like if you can try to look up like a guide and like some early game things you should be doing because that really helped me with the game. And now I'm kind of like, oh, I, I can do quests. I know what quests like I should be doing. I know uh, what stats I need to roughly raise for certain activities. And uh, yeah, it's constantly good. And I'm still oh, the uh, the thing that got me into RuneScape in the first place was um uh i have well, we've got a friend who works at rootscape but like there's a necromancy update coming and, that update oh, looks it, so good yeah it looks so good it's a new it's a new combat style it's the first new combat style added to runescape since launch i believe right yeah it looks like so runescape works on the premise of a combat triangle mm-hmm. almost like if you've played any sort of rock paper scissors mechanic you know one is strong against one in a triangle but weak to the other um and that's been the basis of runescape i think literally forever pretty much it's just a really simple combat triangle um but this new sort of combat style which is necromancy is almost separate to the triangle it's not strong against anything but it's not weak to anything either which i think Mm -hmm. is probably the best way to do something like that without completely ruining all balance of the game because yeah making something new to the game like a combat style is really tricky i imagine for them because you're affecting at this point what like 20 plus years of legacy content as well mm-hmm. because the idea oh, behind yeah. runescape is it's all skill based there's i can't remember how many there's over 20 skills that all do different things and the idea is that you can do any of them they all start at level one and you can do any of them whenever you want 
So you except have, for invention. Except yeah. for except for one of them. But the idea with this one is that if you're a new player to the game, you can st- straight away you can start necromancy if you want to. Maybe a few like barriers of entry at the very beginning, but like you should be able to get onto it relatively quickly. So how do you make something that doesn't completely, <laughs> you know, mess up essentially all the combat content in the game? Right. I think it's very mm. it's very interesting because I imagine that's really really hard um, to balance. And and I have to say, everyone is very welcoming. Like, because uh, I've been like farming some lobby stuff in my like new armor, like you know my like my bronze armor or whatnot. I've had multiple people just be like, "Are you new to the game?" And I'll be like, "Yeah." And then they just give me millions of gold for free. <laughs> That's so bad. I hate that. So much. I love it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yes, Daddy. Do you want me to dance for you? <laughs> I feel like RuneScape is really good because it has a really good natural progression as you play. So you get stronger or you improve your skills, which allows you to do deeper content, which is worth more money in the game's economy because Mm -hmm. you've worked for it. And I sound so salty. To be given that much money, (laughs) to be given that much money, I I, I feel like completely nullifies that that component (laughs) of the game. Stay mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting as well because you're, li- you're literally the RuneScape equivalent of when it, when I was your age. Yeah, I'm I'm literally shaking right now. I'm so mad. But but do you know what the <laughs> stupid thing is? Is that I'm like, oh, I should probably save this money, so I'm not spending any of it at all because I'm like, I don't know what to spend well, on that's, this. Like, that's gold that's, that's why it's worthless to give a new player all that money because they literally don't know what to do. It's no, like, it makes me happy seeing the big number in the corner. It's like a high level player, right? Gives a new player a million coins, and that player that gave it is like. That's so much money, I've really made their day. But to the person that's been given that coin, it might as well be worthless, because they don't actually know what to do with it, or how much it's actually no, worth. No, it made right? me happy as well. Because <laughs> I had to look it up as well, because you said you were given 12 million, mm-hmm. and I'm still very new. I'm playing this like really, really casually, and I was like, that sounds like a lot, but I have no idea what the economy of this how game actually is. How much do you is. have, Josh? I, I don't know how much I have, not much. But I know, I know that 12 million is a shit ton in old school RuneScape. But that doesn't mean anything in RuneScape 3 because they're entirely mm-hmm. different economies. Yeah, RuneScape 3, I think I was just from going around to all the rune shops and buying water runes and selling yeah. on the GE, I could make upwards of like 4 mil a day. Exactly, just by buying exactly. Out yeah. the stock. I, looked it, I looked it up and the only thing I could sort of compare it to is. There's an item called a bond, mm-hmm. and it's two weeks of in-game time, right? So, and both games have that. So I compared it, and like RuneScape 3's bond is worth ten times the amount as old schools. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Are you enjoy? Are you enjoying it, Steve? I am. It is. It's just kind of it's mindless but it's kind of so satisfying just to have on and it also feels like because i like whenever i play a game i've always got the thing of i should be doing other things yeah but now i can do this and other things so it's it's a lot of fun i'm enjoying it i would recommend people try it out as i said people just lovely and friendly I uh, yesterday I tweeted about how much I was enjoying the game, and that tweet is doing very well. Everyone's like, so like, oh, welcome, and uh, 
add me on as a friend and stuff and this surprisingly so many people who i was like mutually following who were just like oh are you play runescape yeah i also play runescape we should we should be friends i feel like it's the first so, time in a long way in a, a long time i feel where the general discourse around runescape has been mostly positive as opposed to just like eh like I'm shocked Probably. that game. I'm shocked that game even ex- still exists. What the hell? Whereas I feel like now it's like it seems like both games, old school and RuneScape three, are getting oh, no. meaningful content upgrades and like mm. actual I, cool stuff in the future, as opposed to just, I just being good. I just keep it. I'm kind of sad that I'm not playing old school for one reason, one reason only. It's because I just keep hearing stories about drama in old school RuneScape, and I'm like, oh, it seems like they're having all the fun. <laughs> old school at the minute, I think, is this this week in particular has been really mm-hmm. bad <laughs> for old school <laughs> RuneScape. Um, oh, really? I, yeah, if you if you do keep on top of what's happening, um, they had a big update coming soon. Um, one of the quests called Desert Treasure, really popular old school quest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. is getting a sequel. Literally yep, just Desert Treasure Two. Yeah, they were gonna have a new. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. They were gonna have a new. <laughs> they were gonna have a new prayer book, which is a big part of the game, as the reward for that quest. And they've scrapped the whole thing. They've just been like, Ooh. no. Oh. We we just we don't feel like it was. We, they beta tested it. It was in the game. You could go on beta worlds and try it out. They're just not doing it now, and no one really knows what's going on with that. That's like in-game weirdness going on there's also a lot of outer game weirdness yeah well, so, so there's another thing where people were just getting randomly banned this week um oh. and people were jumping to reddit and being really mad and there was a thread on reddit where people were posting their account names and they were just getting unbanned because that's it, there was just there's so much weird shit going on and then people that had actually been banned legit for botting we're posting in these okay. threads and getting unbanned. It's so weird. It's so it's so weird. A big YouTuber yeah. called Framed got randomly banned as well. I see. This is old school, by the way. New school is fine. Like RuneScape, if it's called just RuneScape or people refer to it as RuneScape Three, perfectly fine. Just you can have a good time. Yeah, right now, RuneScape Three, I can assure you, has had plenty of controversy in the past. Oh shit! It, I think it's just a, any online multiplayer game that has stood. The sands of time yeah. has controversy. <laughs> the reason Rune's old school RuneScape is so popular in the first place is because RuneScape three went through so much like trials Shit. and tribulations yeah. that people just left. And it's only now I feel where people were like jumping back into RuneScape three and they're like, "Hang on, this game's actually pretty good." It's so funny. There's like drama about a game which you largely play by yourself, just chopping trees and shit. How's uh, <laughs> everyone getting mad at that? I, I, I will say one small detail about RuneScape which I like is in the chat, you constantly see it will, when someone makes, reaches like a major milestone, it will do it in global chat. So you'll be like, this person got yeah. woodcutting to level 99. Yeah, I like and that. It, there's a lot of like, this person got their. 20 years cape and i'm like there's a lot of those 20 <laughs> years capes going around there's, some of them are readers yeah it pops up it's like this person's just got max xp in every single skill it's like you are insane like yeah, thanks yeah. thanks for letting me know because now i know to avoid that person at all costs because they are actually <laughs> insane well, it's okay you'll they'll never talk to you yeah no you got to them and be like i'm new <laughs> they'll just give you their fortunes they probably have so much money, it's ridiculous. Probably. Yeah, fun time, though. Mm-hmm. 
Did you want to go straight? We're going straight into Street Fighter. Yeah, although my um, experience in Street Fighter is purely, I haven't really done any of the single player much. I've just been enjoying doing the ranked online. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I like uh, every morning. Usually, I will just do like an hour of Street Fighter on stream and just have fun. Like it's win or lose. I'm learning. I'm having fun. I'm going against people who I feel like I'm meant to online. Like there's enough players. I'm glad like, to oh, hear you say this. Yeah. It feels good and i'm getting i'm improving i feel like every single time i do a match i'm learning so every time i play against you you are actively getting better so yeah and it's just I've like taken, i've taken some wins off you yeah it's, it's like fighting games essentially is after you learn all the mechanics and stuff it's being put in so many situations just from playing loads that you know when you see something happening and you're like okay i know what i want to do in this situation it's the act mm. of playing not randomly but you know, you kind of you not you don't know what you're doing, but eventually, when you play enough of these games, you start playing with intent. Like mm-hmm. You know what you want to do. You know what's going on. You have control yes. of the situation. I'm starting to get there a oh, little yeah, bit yeah. with Amy. I'm starting to. I'm not quite there yet. It's still sometimes it's panic button mash, but well, yes, it's good. Well, that's why. Yeah, you play one fighting game, and then you know the next one you play is a little bit easier oh. to jump into. You never, like, unless you're, like, pro, right? You never jump straight into high, high, high ranks. But, you know, you can, <laughs> it's like I can I can jump into this and be like, okay, yeah, I know vaguely about most, most mechanics. There are, there are new ones, obviously, but, like, you know, I know I, what's going I will, on. I will say one of my favorite comments from Sam was, because I don't know too many combos. I'm just like, get in, try get some hits where I can. And Sam and me, me, me and Josh were uh, fighting on this uh, in Street Fighter and Sam was watching and he said, oh, it doesn't look like a, you're fighting on a Street Fighter game. It looks like you're fighting on a Tekken <laughs> game. Because <laughs> yeah. we're literally just like backing off, getting one hit, backing off. <laughs> yeah, we and were both I... playing characters that no one knew any combos. So yeah, it's just like <laughs> outside of playing a neutral game which is just sort of back and forth outside of each other's range like don't really know what else to do <laughs> so, the other thing as well is i've only ever watched fighting right i've i've never like I, I have played them but i've never learned them yeah so i i this just look at it get into. I... stop it, this is um... this is <laughs> I, I've, I've said before to everyone that has had any interest whereas like this is probably as good as it gets for a long time and, because Tekken's not going to have right one. all these tutorials and like single player mode and stuff like fucking King of Fighters and this that and the other's not going to have all these modes like this is what about Mortal Kombat because that seems like the next big one that's coming out Mortal Kombat is always tricky because it's the next closest thing to having all these cool modes and things like that but I just think the microtransactions in that game are so egregious Actually, that that might be a good like sub podcast episode one day. Is just like to talk to you about all the different fighting games and their strengths and weaknesses and stuff. That would be, I feel like, really interesting. I, th- I think I, it's one of those. You things... know a lot of them, right? But yeah, it's one of those things with fighting games generally where it's almost like y- you pick a flavor, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. say, a fighting game is like a, a certain food group. You try it, and you're like, oh this kind of food is actually you know tasty i like this right this, this tastes good and then once you know that you generally like it you can start you know fine-tuning it what kind of flavor of fighting game do you want you have guilty gear which is very anime which people will either like or dislike 
I see. I played a tiny bit of Guilty Gear. I like the anime aesthetic, but like the character, the the attacks are like take up half the screen, and it was it was too much for me. Yeah, you got yeah. There's and that. But and the that, music is a bop. Yeah, and people will have people will like that. People will dislike that, right? Whereas other people like Mortal Kombat. Some people will love all the fatalities and the fact that the game is like hyper violent, right? Whereas for other people, that's a major turnoff. Like they can't stand yeah. that shit. They think it's gross, or they think it's just like distasteful. Which again, there's no right or wrong answer, right? Because it's just it's it's art. It's subjective. <laughs> and then the riot one's going to come along and sweep everything, right? Because it's yeah. free to play, yeah. and it's going to instantly be the most popular fighting game. Yeah, riot comes along, makes a million dollars just for the, the... doing what everyone should have done, which is turn these games free to play. Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing with the Riot game where I'm like unsure about is that where it's a tag fighter. Like I know Mortal Kombat's doing it as well, but I'm like that it seems like that's more like of an advanced thing, you know? But that's where a... it's like, oh you've got to learn two characters. But that's but that would be I I, I completely agree with what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. But that's um that's more of a disadvantage to someone that's completely new to the genre. Whereas if you play a ton of Street Fighter, which you are and you know how characters move, you know about combos and jump attacks, that and the other. If you were to then go to the Riot one, that's only one more new thing for you to learn. But but the yeah. Riot one, I think, is going to be a good entry point for a lot of people where it is free to play. Like Street Fighter, very good entry point, but it's £50, you know. Yeah. Like it, it can be a hard sell for some people. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's also, we, we, we spoke about it before, so I won't go into like detail, but Street Fighter's modern control schemes, right? Like an easier way to play. The League of Legends great. one will for sure have something similar that lets people do, whether it's like auto combos or... Yeah, so, yeah. Like the, it, I think the genre has to have this going forward, whether you like it or not, because it's the only way yeah. to get new people to play. It's, it's just that simple. You want to have it and then you want to have it so that people have a reason to want class, right? I mean, what? yeah. You, ultimately, yeah. You you play modern controls, and you're like, I can play this game. I can I can take wins. I can have fun. And then mm-hmm. the more you play, you start realizing maybe there are a few things that you can't do because of this control scheme. And then you can start mixing up maybe. And then you can decide if you want to change, or you can you know very legitimately stay with modern controls. I've seen pro certain pro players play with modern controls and trying yeah. to make it work. Like it's just part of the game now. I was going to say, like, yeah, because that's the thing with me is I'm playing and I'm like, what? I'm, t- I'm playing with the modern controls and it's fun. Yeah. But I'm like, if I was to do this on classic, I and I learned the classic, I could be doing 20% more damage. And it's like, if I want to take that extra step to learn, then I'm like, oh, I probably could. I might not want to because I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if I want to learn, like, how to, like, master one character and try do like mimic what i'm doing in the modern but in the class with the classic controls i'll just be doing more damage overall you know i think it's the the modern to classic comparison i think it's less to do with the damage reduction because as a new player you yeah your combos do 20 percent less damage but Mm -hmm. you're not going to be doing those combos full stop in classic mode so and that's not that's not to like you know, say you know, you're your ship because you're new, but like those those combos are pretty hard, especially for a new person, right? Yeah. Whenever yeah. it involves an up in the sequence, I will always jump. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, <sighs> I, like I am. I am currently. I think I finally found my main. Right. 
I'm playing the poster boy, Luke. And today, I only played for like an hour today, but like for the, today for the first time was the first time I sat down in training mode and actively tried to learn a combo that I can utilize in the game, right? And Your bread and butter. My bread and butter. You know, go on YouTube, Street Fighter 6 Luke, bread and butter, bam, here's like 10 videos. And I start doing this combo. I can get it working most of the time. And as soon as I take it into a real match, which I did quite a few times, I did like eight placement matches out of 10, because I'm trying to do this combo, I'm actively worse yeah. at the game than I would be if I was to just do uh, projectiles and anti-air you know, yeah, uppercuts. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. So long, long term, I will be better at the game because I will learn. I will learn this combo and I'll be able to use this combo. But right now, <laughs> I'm actually worse at the game because if I drop this combo, I'm just open to anything and I fuck it up all the time. That's yeah. But it's just one of those mm. things where, yeah, like I said, I think what I'm trying to loop around to is the damage reduction isn't the biggest nerf it will be to high level players but not to people just learning the game because yeah. without you know if they were forced to play classic mode they're not doing six hit combos into super anyway because they literally cannot do it mm. so um but what okay but so that's the like the the fighting part but what about the the single player i know that you've played a lot of that right yeah i have now Basically, as of right now, I've completely not not 100%ed, but I, I'm done with the world tour mode. Um, it's really good. I had a great time with it. It's basically there is a like a light story, but it's so light it's not even worth talking about. Essentially, the game is go around the world, uh, fight people, level up your character in like an RPG style game, and meet all the main cast of characters. Um, yeah. The reason it you get look so like. An yeah. old Yakuza game. It feels like an old Yakuza game. Like, just yeah. run around, fight people, do side. Yeah, that's basically all it is, right? It's like, um, you'll go around and the quest will be like, it's a main story quest. Go to this construction site and get a uniform we need. Like, just to like sneak in somewhere else. So you go there and that's where you meet Ken. You chat to Ken learn some stuff off Ken, and then progress the main story. And then you'll go back and you'll get a message saying like, oh, you know, maybe you could grow stronger by getting some spirituality. Go to India or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, here's Dalsim. Go chat to Dalsim. Get a cool cutscene with him. Move on. It's like, that's the game, basically. And it sounds super simple, but it's, it's kind of fun, because the fun you get from it comes from leveling up your character, primarily. Mm. Watching your guy get stronger. Because you can, you start off with nothing. You have like half a health bar, but as you level up by getting experience, you can upgrade a skill tree to get uh, more move slots, more health, more drive gauge until you become just a super strong character with like two and a half health bars <laughs> by the end mm. of the game. Um, but I had a lot of a lot of fun with it. I have a, I have a question. Since we've got uh, at least four DLC characters confirmed, probably more. Yeah. Though, do you think they'll be added to the PvE mode? Or do you reckon they'll just be like uh, online exclusive? I'm pretty sure it's already been confirmed that they're going to be in the World Tour mode. Oh, that's good. I'm yeah. happy. I that. don't know about characters after that. Um, but yeah, the ones that have been confirmed, which are Rashid, Aki, Ed, and Akuma. 
they're mm-hmm. all going to have some sort of involvement in the single player because without spoiling anything this the game's story is not finished like the game ends oh yeah the ge- i streamed it to discord i think sam might may or may not be watching i can't remember yeah um the game just straight up does not end it's you have a fight at the, at the very end against the obvious bad guy of the story which is jp the new guy mm-hmm. um and it doesn't really conclude it just ends with like oh what is strength you'll have to keep finding out what is strength does that does that is it does that bother you that they're probably potentially holding the end of this game behind i I guess we don't know how they're going to do it maybe they'll just drop that in for free i i think i doubt it (laughs) if they if they drop it in for free to the campaign then i'm fine with it if they're like yo We've added Akuma to the game. He is in World Tour. You can chat with him. You can put all his moves on your custom avatar. But if you want to obviously play Akuma in the main game, i.e. online and training and whatever, then you have to buy him. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, If they Mm -hmm. lock the rest of the story between like drip-fed DLC that you have to buy, I don't know how I feel. That's kind of shit. I don't like that. Um, not that the story's amazing anyway it just feels naff to not have it yeah. really finished it's like oh it's just, it's just not finished I don't know what, there's nothing else to really say um, but I don't want that to like be a massive downside on what I think of the single player I think the single player is really fun I think yeah it um, does look fun yeah it's, it's like in terms of if they're going to do like anything Me- for like single player like this is the, probably the best showing that yeah that the genre has had so far, which is really cool. The only thing I don't like is <laughs> it's you, a, the big appeal of Street Fighter, at least from the outside, is like these larger than life characters. They're all like so well designed and iconic. Yeah. And I've not seen a single player avatar yet that doesn't look like complete shit. <laughs> the avatars <laughs> are so weird because <laughs> there's, it's, it's, it's flip a coin, right? And on one side of the coin, the avatar is the most boring person you've ever seen in a Street yeah. Fighter game, or it is an absolute monstrosity. Yes. With... <laughs> There's only two options. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've straight up seen avatars that have like massive purple chests with thin arms that reach the floor, and they just like have. It's just it's just absurd. It's absolutely yeah, absurd, yeah. and mm-hmm. I kind of love <laughs> the fact that they've done that in the first place because it's like. I'd rather have these weird freaks running around than just everyone looking kind of boring. But I would, but I, in an ideal world, you'd be able to make a Street Fighter character, and it look completely natural alongside yeah. Chun Li. Versus Chun Li always looks like she's in a cutscene <laughs> alongside just some like some guy's dad who's just like stumbled into a Street Fighter. I game, I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's actually possible right it's like say, a character that has been designed by capcom over thousands of iterations against well but like you, you, you can do I, you'd have to restrict it a bit more but like you can do stuff like like halo has a you know you you make a spartan it still looks like a spartan it fits right in uh yeah or yeah i don't know but street I'm sure characters are weird exam. Like, like you say, you said Chun Li. Like, what part of Chun Li's thighs are bigger than a tree trunk? Like, <laughs> that's the point. They're all hyper stylized, right, yeah. in some way or another. But all the characters just look like 
like some guy who's <laughs> just on <laughs> on holiday, you know? Like... I think I, it might come with time, but I think I think what it needs, which is what you're kind of describing, is it, it, there needs to be more like unique stuff that's just kind of like odd. Because if you look at a Street Fighter character, they're made up of tiny, unique like quirks, right? Of on their outfit, yeah. they'll have like a very specific thing here or there, or that makes them stand out, which yeah, you can't really yeah. add to a. A custom character i think yeah hopefully over time they'll add more yeah um yeah because there seems to be a really odd focus as well it's not odd but like they're really going hard on this whole custom character thing um to the point where it's a money maker isn't it or even the, the first they're doing like uh a battle pass kind of test thing right now you know like how um multiverse has had like pre-season battle pass and things like that where it's like here's a battle pass it's not really like a proper one it's just like a test yeah um, mm-hmm. and it's got a few like it's got a few avatar cosmetics in it so i was kind of hoping and i think they will i was hoping the battle pass would have more costumes for you know actual fighters and not be full yeah. of avatar stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll Cause, yeah because i guess happens. depending on how much they add how substantial these this new content is it's like you like most people are going to be done with this in i don't know how long <laughs> it took well was it like 10 hours eight hours uh the the it's longer than i thought the world tour mode from start to finish um and unlocking all of the alternate costumes took me 19 mm. and a half hours oh okay yeah. that's, that's more substantial than i thought yeah. yeah i had to i didn't have to but the last sort of three hours of that are grinding out the alternate costumes because that's the main reason why i was there in the first place i stuck around because the game was good in the end but when i first started up world tour it's because i wanted all the alternate costumes that you unlock through it because every character has an outfit too um which is for older characters it's their retro costume so if you want ryu in his original gi and things like that you have to unlock them that way or for new characters it's just like a cool side outfit yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to level up. Because you find the characters, like I said, you find them in game, you have to max out their bond uh, with you to unlock their outfit. And when you finish the game, you probably have like two of them out of mm. <laughs> what, like 18 characters. <laughs> um, but there are guides and stuff just to, you know, just, okay, you finish the game, you got a decent avatar that's a high level. Okay, yeah, just do this for like two hours and you'll get all the costumes. It's not that hard. Um, so I was, I was just I was just doing that's that's why I was there in the end just finishing that off. But yeah, the whole thing from start to finish about if you don't care for that stuff, I reckon you get a good sixteen hours out of it at least, which is surprising. It went on for way longer than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's not just a fighting game; it's like a weird RPG hybrid <laughs> of leveling up and stuff like that. As you run One day, these worlds, I will play this, and I'm sure I will love it. Just. Mm. I'm I'm but still yeah. having so much fun. I mean, I'm like Steve now. Now that I've done all the single content, I'm just on the grind of yeah, yeah, trying to get better. I don't know how long it will last. I mean, I'm not gonna be stupid and say I'm gonna master this game. Like I always drop them at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it'll happen gradually. Just one day, I'll realize that I just stopped playing Street Fighter Six. Um, but as of right now, yeah, I'm having tons of fun, and I got the um. Deluxe edition, which is like the middle version, um, because that ca- that came with the first year of content at a slightly better price. Oh, so, so you're like you're paid up. So I'm paid up for about a year. 
Nice. So nice. until they release cash shop skins, and you're like, oh, I need that one, and also that one, and also that one. <laughs> you joke, but some of the skins in Street Fighter Five are really good because <laughs> as the game gets further on, they move less. They move more away from like serious skins and just start putting in weird Capcom like crossover shit. Yeah, like you yeah. just like here's a skin for Ryu in Street Fighter Five. He's just Mega Man. Like, like, why not? Like, he's, he's, you know, they gave um a few characters uh, Monster Hunter skins in Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. and they looked really good. They were awesome skins. So when they start adding stuff like that, that's when it gets a bit dicey. I'm like, oh, oh no, if I'm still playing, I might need the like, you know, the Chris Redfield skin for Ryu or something with massive arms. It's always Chris Redfield. He's fucking everywhere, isn't he? You know that would be Ken. You know that's Ken. Has oh, Ken him. is a menace in this game. I fucking hate Ken. It's not, it's yeah, not enough. Hate Ken. It's not enough that like Ken is everywhere anyway because he's easy to play and popular but if like tier list, early tier lists are to be believed, he's also really, really strong. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, oh, for yeah. God's sake, he's just everywhere. Every other match is against Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh it's just fine because most Kens are like either not great or they're just a bit random so it's like okay I can handle Ken but no the next Ken you fight will be a fucking god and he just mixes you up oh, I hate Ken so much <laughs> I hate Ken is there any um, apart from Ken is there like I guess because the race is always on when one of these fighting games launches to like find the OP strat, you know, yeah. or the OP character or OP combo or something. Is there, like, anything egregious that's been discovered in um, 6? Not so much, like, egregious that I've seen. Um, Zangief, who's on the screen now, is always a menace at lower levels. Um, yeah. Because he's a character that will just grab you two or three times and you're dead. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm dead. That's fine. <laughs> Um, I made a joke the other day because I took Zangief into ranked matches. I hadn't touched him before in this game. I played him in Street Fighter Five, but I have not played him at all in Street Fighter Six. Mm-hmm. And I won nine out of ten placements <laughs> and got placed into Platinum League. And so I don't know how to, outside of like slightly stay out of range and grab people, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not comboing. I'm not doing anything. That's funny. I get to the end of my placements where the game's like, okay, yeah, you're winning all your placements. Here's like the Platinum players. And it's a Cammy who jumps over me and does like really long combo strings. But then I just wake up and grab her and do more damage than she's just like had to work for. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Because uh, I, I, I'm main in Cammy at the moment and it does feel like that sometimes where I'm like, I've just hit them like 17 times yeah. and then they do one move and I'm just like, oh, okay, they've done more damage than me. Well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, because it's like in higher level, Zangief is kind of mid to not always very good because he can't get in you just as long as you keep him away he can't do anything but at mm. lower levels people don't know that or they don't know how to keep them away he he's he's very strong he's very scary he's like a pub stomp character basically. kind of yeah yeah um you got to be careful for him other than that there's nothing else that really stands out as mm. really painful i will say in my games i've played there's a character called dj Who's like the Jamaican like dancing man? He's he's really cool. His design's mm-hmm. great in this. I've only gone against I think three of them online. I've played a lot of matches at this point, over a hundred. I've gone against three, and every single one of them has absolutely bopped me, like absurdly bopped me. Like I'm just <laughs> I'm just in the way on their trip to Grandmaster rank. It's absurd how much I got destroyed. 
<laughs> and it makes me want to learn that character, but I know I would be <laughs> nowhere yeah, near yeah, as good. Yeah. He's he's a character that wasn't in any of the betas. And on day one, when the game first came out, during my first placement matches, which I went straight into, a guy was DJ and was comboing me for like 15 plus hits i'm like what are you doing how do you, how are you doing any how of this do you it's, know it's, it's like minute one what developer or reviewer are you yeah like, i was like... gonna say yeah yeah you've got like a some guy with a press account as he's been playing him for yeah. weeks yeah absurd yeah. absurd um yeah nothing else to really add really i'm just still really enjoying this game it's still really really fun it's interesting to see if this momentum like you know carries on because you know capcom's going to want to keep going with promotions and esports and tournaments and mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah basically games as a service right so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how hard the drop-off will be because a lot of people have bought this game casuals and returning players yeah 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 um i wonder how many will finish the single player try an online match how get killed and go i'm not nah <laughs> yeah no i played the single player that's yeah. enough for me the yeah, opponent yeah. fought back um yeah i'm gonna pass <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> how where does street fighter lie in like the hierarchy of uh like fighting game esports because i i know like mortal kombat's always been a, like huge right that's but yeah is, is street fighter up there as with it or is it it's hard to say I, I i do feel like generally uh, fighting game esports have been this is per this is all personal opinion i feel like they've been a bit on the decline for quite a mm -hmm. while now um the pinnacle was i feel like the end of street fighter 4 start of street fighter yeah. 5 um and then it's been on a decline for quite a while i always found despite mortal kombat always selling the most by quite a large margin the competitive scene was always quite boring i, th I personally think um mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I hope that there's more of a spike in interest in the competitive yeah. side to this now that there's so many people that are into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, sure, it's on Capcom now, right? To capture this, yes. keep these people in, yeah. in involved. Yeah. They've already said that their competitive scene going forward will be strictly Street Fighter Six, which I think is mm -hmm. a good idea. Um, which is, it's also very ironic because that's exactly what they did with Street Fighter Five. And they killed. And everyone hated it. Everyone hated it because Street Fighter Four was at its absolute pinnacle. Yeah. And then yeah. Street Fighter Five had a really rough, like rough launch. And they're like, "No, can we just like go back <laughs> to the to the other one?" This launch has gone well, right? This launch has been great. Yeah, I've heard okay, good. nothing but good things. It's had really good sales numbers. Um, everything works, which is such an odd thing to have to praise. But considering every <laughs> other fighting game release, usually. Um, mm. it's good that you can just play and not worry about any technical stuff. So it's been great. Nice. It's been a really good launch. Oh, I think yeah. We'll, we'll move on from from this. I could, I could literally talk about this forever. Um, have you played anything this week, Will? Um, not really. It's it's the continuing adventures of Diablo Four and Zelda. Um, yeah. They're both so much fun that I just I get bored of one, I go and play the other. I get bored of that one, I go back and play the first one. <laughs> I've just been like ping ponging between them. Yeah. Uh, I did is theme next fest. Uh, yes, started yes. Like yesterday, uh, and I've been. I did check out a little game 
called Rogue Command. And I only checked it out because I was like, I bet Sam would like this. And then for some reason I was like, I'll play it and then <laughs> tell Sam about it. <laughs> you know, I, I could have just linked him or something, but I appreciate um, that. It's it's very this is very early, but it's like an idea for a game that I've never been seen I've never seen done before, which is like a series of StarCraft matches, except it's all like run-based roguelike. So imagine you start a StarCraft game and it's you and all you can build is SCVs and Marines, right? And you have to you, you beat the first you beat the first guy. Um, and it's like a, a randomly generated or just randomly picked uh, StarCraft map. You beat that guy, and then it's like, okay, you've beat the guy. Do you want to unlock what? <laughs> Fuck, uh, Marauders. Uh, Come on, you got this. You can remember. Tanks, heli carriers, Reapers, medic, medivac, medivac, medivac. What's the Okay. Anyway. Okay. No, let's no. We're going, we're going, we have to do this now. Marines, Marauders, Marine, Marauders, Hellions, oh, Reapers, Ghosts, Ghosts, Medivacs, or Thor. Can I jump to Thor? Thor's. Yeah. Vikings. Siege tank. Banshee. Banshees. Banshees. Widowbinds. Remember them? Uh, yeah. Hell what was bat. the Hellbat? That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. What was the what was the floating one that could launch missiles? Do you remember that one? Floating one? What for? Oh, Raven. Ra oh shit! Yeah, Is Ravens. It... They went invisible. Ravens went. No, that's Banshees went invisible. Ravens were the de detectors. <laughs> they yeah, that had the, the energy to fire the heat-seeking missile. They fired the heat-seeking missile. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Fuck it out. So you you finish the thing, and it's like you get to you you can do stuff like pick new units to unlock. Um. You can uh, apply like mods to your existing units. So, like, you, one I got was like, now when a marine dies, he spawns a little, he spawns a baneling. I, I'm going to call it because we all know. <laughs> right. it, it wasn't that, but that basically. So, whenever one of my marines died, it would spawn a tiny little explosive robot and it would run over and blow up. And it's like, and you get to just, and these things like stack on top of each other. You get to unlock new buildings and stuff. And then you just kind of go. Um, until you fail against progressively harder and harder opponents, and it's like it's super early. You can tell it's really early because the UI is um sort of not good, and the uh the 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 it misses it's missing a load of quality of life stuff. Where like sometimes your units like the pathfinding, they'll just wander off, you know. Um, it's like very indie. Sometimes you'll find like an SCV like slacking. He'll just run out of his factory yeah. and then just not do anything. It's like, <laughs> come on, mate, what's going on? Here? Um, That's like StarCraft One, isn't it? That was a feature, I think, back then. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just very clever, and I've just never seen this kind of like genre mashup before. But it's 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 I, really I need to like play this, I think, because I can't. It's not your fault. I I can't really visualize it because when you say like it's like an RTS, but you get to choose your abilities, I'm like, isn't that's just an RTS though, right? Because you build a lab or whatever well, to then build it's... to to pick upgrades. Yeah, but what he's saying is like in StarCraft Two, you build a lab so your steam or combat shield. But in this, mm -hmm. it's like you have a rogue like way of choosing skills. 
Yeah. You can't just yeah. say, like, right, I've got Marines at me. Medivac. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm going to pick up Stimpak next level. It's like, no. Maybe your Marines become melee and have double health. Exactly, exactly. You don't you're like. And it, and it's not you're not doing these things like in reaction to what your opponent's doing. Like you know, in, in a StarCraft match, it's like, oh, I went air, but he went anti-air, so it's like, oh, time to mix it up. I need to switch to building whatever yeah. the, the anti-anti-air vehicle is. I need to build siege tanks. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't played StarCraft ages, but um, it's like you you are trying to build a well-rounded uh, composition for your units before you even get in the game, and then it's like you have to figure out in between missions like oh he had a lot of long range units and i had nothing to counter it so i need to go and uh figure out how i'm going to deal with those before next game um, yeah yeah it certainly sounds like interesting right i'm always i'm always up for weird takes on the rts genre because no one else is no one else no is one, fucking no doing one it, else is fucking doing uh, it. stormgate yeah. mate that's why we're waiting for stormgate yeah stormgate i, I, um, I still I, st- I hope stormgate is good i still think it looks way too mobile early. game or uh, early i guess yeah mm. um but that, yeah cool, I, I don't really have a lot to add there's a couple of other indies i've got my eye on that i'm gonna try at some point uh mm-hmm. there's a really good uh what's it called uh i can't find it it's uh oh on, on guard oh i should have just i knew that um, i've heard of that i think which looks like a kind of uh, like a like a mask of Zorro Puss in Boots kind of game where you're just like how do you, how do you, how, how do you spell that? It'll be E N E N space G R D E. And I really want to try that. Bloody out. Steam devs having to be unique with their names. <laughs> That's how French. you would spell it. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really embarrassing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> These bloody people spelling their I'm games not the correctly. Dumb one anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I love how in the tags it's spectacle fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swashbuckler action game. Yeah. That's cool. Because well, it, it 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 shows off stuff like you know kicking a guy into a table and the table goes everywhere or like flipping a chair at someone or something it, it looks neat um i was calling half life yeah, 2 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dishonored one yeah dishonored one <laughs> no i'm just hating for no reason though it looks cool um but yeah that's 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 all i've really played try rogue command it's pretty funny it's what it's funny when you you boot it up they obviously know how early it um it looks yeah because there's a there's a developer message when you first boot up the game that's like Hey, thank you so much for downloading our demo. Thank God, thank God you downloaded our demo. <laughs> yeah. Of all the games on Steam, you picked our demo to play. We're friends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. You're my phone um, number. And, and they're like, uh, <laughs> and they're like, don't worry, it's going to change a lot. We've got an artist now, and we're gonna completely <laughs> yeah. redo all of the. And it's like, oh, bless yeah. Them. <laughs> that business with my <laughs> ex-girlfriend, all squat, all squashed. It's all over now. Don't worry, that's, that's all done. <laughs> Court cases are all settled, <laughs> and now we're going to work on the game some more. Um, but yeah, it looks it's an interesting idea. All right, uh, throwing it along, Sam. What have you been doing? Okay, well, to um, <clears throat> back up the next fest because I've actually played a demo mm. as well. Um, nice. Is <laughs> it's the the biggest me game? It's called Crop Rotation. Jesus, 
Fucking hell. <laughs> and it's uh basically it's, it's a roguelike game where yeah. where it's a deck building roguelike game. Where the the cards that you're collecting to build your deck are crops. And basically every round you get to select one card to add, add to your deck, essentially. And then when you play the round, all of your cards are placed into farm plots at random based on the order that you've built your deck. And they all have like (laughs) special bonuses. Like vegetables like to be next to other vegetables, for example. Just like real life. Um, And the the idea is is by getting all these bonuses, they sell for more because at the end of the round you sell all your crops. And the idea is you have to get enough money to survive because every seven days you have to pay back a loan that gets progressively more and more expensive. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, so each crop has two... Uh, how, do you, how do you say it? Um, cool, what's the word? You know like a marine is a biological unit, Yeah. right? And then you yeah. get like biological flying. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. Oh, think they all, the they all have like archetypes. Yes, thank you. So, like on on the screen, you see like you have a wet root or a fruit climber or something. I got I got cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, and it's kind of like the um, the standard auto battler kind of thing, where if you get three unique vegetables, you've now got. You've unlocked a tier bonus for having three vegetables. Oh, there it is. Everything comes back to auto battlers eventually. <laughs> I, was say, I thought you were going to say you've unlocked three vegetables. Now you've got a meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dinner is served. But, um, yeah. So basically, you're like trying to balance, like, because you you have a certain amount of cards that you can play and plots that you can play crops into. So at first, you can just be like, "Well, I'm just going to sell more crops, and that's just going to make me more money." And then later down the line, you kind of have to be like, well, no, now I need to work on my bonuses Mm. because I've only got so many plots and I need to make 1,500 gold in seven days. Okay. Um, And it also has, like, quests as you go, which will be, like, plant 20 herbs. Mm. You'll get this bonus. Here you go. Um, bit, so it's bit papers, bit papers, please, almost. Yeah, without all the like Us. stopping people at the border, without, without all the yeah, <laughs> communism. It's, it's, it's very roguelike. And... It's very roguelike. Gives you quests to complete while you're trying to do your thing. Mm. Everything is random. You have no control over what goes where, what options you're given to choose from, etc. You just kind of have to make do. And yeah, it's just kind of. It is very early. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? But I, I saw it and I was like, I'll give this a go. And it was just kind of, you know, it meshes a lot of um, systems that I like together. I feel yeah. like if I'm not careful, I'm going to start seeing like three cards pop up in front of me in my sleep. Because I feel like every game <laughs> yes, now, yes. Everything, I can't... I, everything I play is just like kind of roguelike. Here are three Something things. Something says pick one. deck building roguelike. And I'm like, 
dear god i hope this game looks bad <laughs> because it's already got me <laughs> it's you see it's like you see those tags pop up and like oh and you blink and it's 2 a.m and you've been playing this yeah. game for <laughs> nine hours already. i don't even remember installing it it's just i've been playing i still play a lot of star rail which has the roguelike mode that i do every week and that's always like here are three things pick pick which one you want oh roguelike yeah it's just, yeah. just everywhere <laughs> and then we just yeah. that video, the video on your game minute go will it's like here are three things pick pick one it's like, oh god yeah it's yeah. everywhere yeah. it's yeah. everywhere yeah. yeah i think it roguelikes are just kind of the flavor of the year at the moment it's been right? the indie flavor of the half a decade at this point yeah i feel like uh, rogue indie roguelikes are the new well, indie metroidvanias yeah. where they're just every game now is just some sort of well, ever since slay the spire Deck building roguelike. The hottest genre. Yeah. <laughs> if your game costs less than a tenner. <laughs> yeah, we have we have we have the budget of twenty pounds and a four pack of lion bars. <laughs> like how yeah. we how we're gonna stretch this out? Uh, indie <laughs> indie roguelike with deck building. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that that that's I've only played a couple of rounds. Again, it's only a demo, so you can't play the full thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the main game I've been playing is on my brand new Swifty PS5. Hell yeah. Uh, it's Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. I've been... Someone's finally, finally. going to finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fell off well, this game I'm... so hard. See, I'm really enjoying it, but I've purposely said to myself, like, I'm not going to try and 100% this game. Yeah, don't. It's not what it's, I'm about. It's insane. I'm not going to try and explore everywhere. I, I, I will go where the game takes me and where I feel like going at the time. Yeah. Mm. Um. Now, I am someone that does all side quests. That's just me. Yeah, you'll do it anyway, yeah. <laughs> but I'll do side quests, but I'm not, I'm not getting all 64 watch my flips that are hidden in all the tunnels and yeah, yeah. all of that. And I also I'm playing on like the second easiest difficulty. Yeah. Playing on the mob that is like yeah we're gonna give you like very pointed uh, waypoints to get you to where you need to go. So I'm like I don't want to struggle with this game. I am looking yeah. to play and have a good time. I had when I when I first played this I turned the difficulty down as well because I started on a harder mode and was just not having fun. The fights were just too hard. So I was like, okay. yeah. and the way I, the way to get around the harder fights was to like grind materials to get a stronger weapon. I was like, oh yeah, no, exactly. I'm just going to pass. Um, but playing on the difficulty I am, it's the highest difficulty that still, that there's parts that like you have to knock off and if you don't, they disappear when the monster dies. Yeah. On this difficulty, you still get those parts. Yeah. Well, it's like so it's, it's triple. I don't have to grind. Yeah, it's it's like triple A game made for the masses, right? For as many people as possible, you'll have a more fun time playing on yeah. the intended oh, yeah. modes, which are like normal or slightly easier. I think we said before when I first started, when I was talking about this, and it's got like a shitload of customization for difficulty. You can really tweak it um, to be how yes. you want, which is really good. I really like that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast. I I've still had difficult monsters and stuff which is again because i'm on such an easy difficulty i didn't expect to have yeah so i'm still early in i'm only like seven hours in yeah i, I think i joked with you about how that's like half the tutorial i think like, yeah you, you say that but i'm still not at the main first town no yet, that game so. that game's opening is so long it's from what <laughs> i remember it's like 
it's a guided corridor-ish section then you get opened into the open world but it's not the open world it's like a first like little gated section of the yeah. open world it takes ages I'm past that <laughs> bit, but yeah. i'm still not at like the main point of the big open world no yeah when i so. when i dropped this i was fully into the game I, I i dropped this like 30 hours in or something stupid yeah um, yeah i just think um i mean we talk about this probably weekly but i don't see the point in playing a game on a harder difficulty when i know i'm not gonna have fun like yeah. i am a hundred percent not gonna have fun if every fight is using up all my ammo like all my healing and I'm spending 10 minutes in every fight. It's not what I'm there for. It's just stressful. Mm. It's the same reason why I don't get any fun from like hardcore characters on games where it's like I have limited yeah. time. I don't want to spend it doing something and then lose, lose it. all that time, which I get is for some people. Some people love that, but it's just like yeah, I'm, yeah, not absolutely. I'm not, but not for us. it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, great game so far. But as Josh said, like I'm still not technically like yeah. at a tutorial yet i still haven't got all of my gear you know how it is on these games yeah so how are you finding yeah, the uh character comments on everything is that overblown or is that I've, as bad as we've been <laughs> i've as bad really as we've not said. noticed that whatsoever it really messed me up when i played <laughs> it's like a- Aloy, Aloy oh going, no maybe now we've said it <laughs> Aloy going mad like having a, having a full on conversation with herself climbing a cliff it's like Jesus <laughs> so, like she said some things where it's like I go past Ladder and she's like I should knock that down and I'm there like you don't have to tell me that every time I'm past the ladder but at the same time <laughs> she has said it once and I've gone there's a ladder <laughs> Oh so, no! You're the you're the player that they're aiming for. Sam's the target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam couldn't find the ladder, so he stopped playing the game. How do we? How do we, okay, how do we fix this? Ladder if I fall yeah. off, yeah. I don't fall off. You know? <laughs> I think um, people mentioned it in this game, but I think the big one was God of War Ragnarok. That game was yeah. really bad for straight up spoiling yeah. puzzles before you've worked out even what all the elements of the puzzle even are. <laughs> so but yeah, good good game. Uh, I might, um, it's also basically the same as the first. Yeah, it's it's more of the same, but expanded from what I remember. It's got a full-on expansion now. It's kind of cool. Yeah, which I won't get to, because I'll be dropping this game tomorrow. Yeah, I think most people will be <laughs> stopping everything on <laughs> PS5 to play Final Fantasy sixteen tomorrow. Yep. You excited? Oh, yeah. I As I stuck to it, I've not played the demo I've not watched anyone do anything. Yeah. The only the only thing I saw was watching the guys on that um stream where they fought the Iron Giant fifteen levels lower. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's, that's the only thing I've watched because I was like, look, that's not story based. Like, yeah. Oh, there's an Iron Giant in the Final Fantasy game. It's not exactly spoilers for me. Or um, can, I, can I just ask why 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 aren't you playing the demo? Like for example, like if you played it today. You're you're just basically doing the first part of the game, right? Or is there something? Yeah, well, th- that was my point. It's like, why would I play the first part of the game and then force myself to now have to wait? Yeah, yeah. I, but, I mean, just... you could do it tonight or tomorrow with you waiting for the game. Like, be like, ooh, I cheekily play it while they wait for the poster to arrive. Yeah, right? but it's, it's it's. I think the the main thing is it's like, what do I gain? Right? It's yeah. like I'm in I'm in a rush to play the game. 
but the the demo isn't the game, right? So all I'm doing it's the first is part spoil- of the game, right? Or is, yeah, it's, but it's like, all and, I'm and doing then, is spoiling that bit for me well, at because this, I'm going to have to put it down and wait. Yeah, at this point in time, if your first session with the game isn't you're intending it to be a big one, as in longer than two hours, I guess, yeah. you might as well wait. If you play more in short bursts of like you know one to two hours, then yeah, the demo would be worth hopping into. But if you're gonna true, true. like, I've got a work colleague who has tomorrow off work, and he's just intending to just. He has played demo, but like, nevertheless, he's intending to sit down and just play this game for like <laughs> twelve hours tomorrow. He's just gonna, he's just like, yeah, rinsing. Well, it. Yeah, it's one of those things where people say, it's like, "Oh, you can play the demo, and that means when the game comes out, you don't have to do the start bit." But yeah. and they're like, "But what? Th- that shouldn't matter, yeah. right? Because the start bit is still just the game, and I just want the experience <laughs> of the game." Yeah. Ah, uh, no, no. For me, it's less about like getting the start out of the way, and more like, oh, you can play it now. Like you can do the first part, like disc one or so, you know, now, and then do the next part when it comes in the mail. Or like, as as someone who is very excited to play the full game, it was only a week ago that I played the demo, and it has felt like mm-hmm. the longest Forever. week to yeah, wait for that, the. That's what I didn't want. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Even like one day where it's like you played today. It's out tomorrow. It'd still be like, oh my god, I've got to wait 12, 12 hours? Fuck. I want yeah. it now. Yeah, you got to go to bed having yeah. played two hours of, of yeah. Final Fantasy. Like, come on, man. And now Sam, but like now, Sam can sit down tomorrow and know fully aware, you know, that the game is out. He is playing mm. the full game. Have you is- got Final Fantasy snacks lined up ready to go, Sam? Have you got tomorrow off work, more importantly? No, no, I do not have tomorrow off oh, work. Oh, I, I thought have... you said you had like two weeks off or something. Uh, no, I've got next week off. Uh, okay. But I, I've got a handle and I've got meetings as well tomorrow and Friday. Oh, so no, I, I'm not no. going to have all dayers, oh, unfortunately. That, that's why I said you might as well pay the demo because you're only going to have like two, three hour sessions anyway. Well, I'll just finish work and yeah. go straight into it. Yeah. That's true, still true. a good five hour. Yeah. I yeah. love that. This this has been like the year of just shutting the door with my new game and just disappearing for like a whole 19 yeah. hours or yeah, something. Basically. I love the it. Fun, the funny thing is as well is this happened specifically to Forbidden West on release. <laughs> oh my god, it's happening again! <laughs> and oh my me, god, it's like, oh yeah, you know, Forbidden West, what a good game. Too bad. <laughs> That's so can't, funny. I can't believe I, it. can't catch a break. Oh my god, I didn't even realise that until you just said it. That is actually hilarious. Poor Horizon. Even Poor two Aloy. years after release, it still gets fucking shafted for something else. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, well, yeah, that's me done. Well, speaking of FF16, there are like a couple of small bits. Not like massive news stories, but just interesting things. First off was um, the review embargo was today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's currently sitting at around. It was ninety last time I checked. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom was higher. Well, here's the thing, right? Is also website Open Critic. I always, in my heart, knew this game wasn't going to be insanely good, right? Because the combat is so divisive. I feel um, it's such a big change. Uh, I'm glad it's in the nineties because, as, as far as I'm aware, Final Fantasy outside of like the FF14 expansions hasn't reviewed this well in a what long about seven time. 7 remake. 
What was Seven Remake? I was thinking I of like know. I know it's not like mainline. I was thinking more like mainline ones. Seven Remake is a mainline one. It's a remake. But it's it was a huge one. It's a remake of the most popular one. I suppose. Where that where did that end up? Eighty eight. So I'm I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy hasn't rested in the the nineties for ages, right? I don't think fifteen was well 15. received. It was well received, but not like Stella. Yeah, eighty one. Yeah. And you're not gonna get that on thirteen or anything before then. No, absolutely not. Probably like twelve Zodiac or something might have been really good. No, been no. they they won't get that kind of score. Eight eighty five for Zodiac. Ninety one percent critics recommend. That's not too bad. But it's, uh, I think it's really weird, right? Because with Final Fantasy being such a well regarded long running series, never really hits the highs of the highs, at least with reviewers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's fair to say though that Final Fantasy has uh, never been at that like top one percent though. Like it's yeah. never been the like yeah even fifteen. Like I mean I wasn't even excited for fifteen when it came out, <laughs> uh, even though I actually think it was a decent game in the end. But it, it's never been that like oh this is going to be game of the year. You know this is the first time I've had a Final Fantasy where I've gone. Jesus Christ. Go on, go on is... Will. Will's about to explode. I'd say up until 10, those, like, Final Fantasy was game of the year every year, right? Eight? No. See, here's the thing. Um, I wasn't old enough to know. Yeah, I'm not old enough those. to know. <laughs> I, th- I think the point I'm trying to make is I'm thinking less of those and more of, like, modern Final onward. Fantasy. Yeah. Mm. Because... Right. You say well, like cause I, well, because since twelve, it feels like the series has been struggling to find its like identity in a in a world where people are less, or they seem to think people are less interested in turn based games. Right? They've but, been yeah. trying to like reinvent the wheel. Sort but is, of thing. Is, is that it's not been... is that not odd though? Because at the same time, I feel like that's not how my mind sees the series. Even though that is reality, it has been struggling to find kind of a place. I still mm. always feel like in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, Final Fantasy, that, you know, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 RPG series. I, just, I don't know why. Is that like nostalgia yeah, speaking? Yeah, no, it, it is. Because well, it was. But I didn't yeah, play those. I didn't I, play those I think ones. That's, I think oh. that's the thing <laughs> where after 13, it's not had a 9 out of 10 game. Yeah. I mean, I think people would argue twelve isn't a nine out of ten game. Well, again, it depends on where, it depends on where you draw the no, line 12, because 12 you had because Endwalker was fantastic and Shadowbringers was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the, mm. uh, but the MMOs, the MMO track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole people in the MMO bubble don't give a shit about the outside and world today also, and vice versa. Those MMO expansions kind of encapsulated what was happening with Blizzard at the time as well. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just, so... just struggling to fight against my browser. Try <laughs> <laughs> Shadowbug. I, I, I did Shadowbringers. <laughs> yeah. This is so bad for audio listeners. I did Shadowbringers. It then auto changed to Shadowbug. There it is. I don't know why it's we're refu- watching. It's refusing for audio listeners. We're watching Josh fail to type a single word. <laughs> it's not a Into good Metacritic. It, it's not a good day for me today. It's really not. Yeah, eighty nine on Shadowbringers. But yeah, if you ask someone. I feel like if you ask someone for, like, a really, like, what do you think is a top-of-the-line RPG series? Yeah. Final Fantasy would be somewhere up there in the ballpark. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But nowadays, yeah. I... Oh, God. You're going to say Persona's taken over. I mean, it has. I'd, if you're going JRPG, Persona never left. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel <laughs> like, if you, like if you went to the average person, you'd be like, you asked them, what is the best or most popular? Not most popular, sorry. What is, you know, what is the best RPG series? Most casual players would be like, oh, uh, ooh, Final Sky. Fantasy. Uh, yeah. So well, I think they'd say Skyrim. I think Dragon Age might pop up. Dragon Age would absolutely not pop up. <laughs> I can tell. I put money on that. Dragon Age. If we're, if we're talking Dragon about Age, like, not because yeah, yeah. it was a console. The it was a cons- It was loved on console. Skyrim, I'll agree with for sure. Dragon Age, I, don't, I do not know about that. I Do think it. Dragon Age was uh, no oh, Dragon Age. I thought Dragon Age and Dragon Quest. I was getting confused. Yeah, Dragon Quest. Dragon. Dragon, yeah. Dragon oh, Age. Oh, I was thinking Dragon Quest. Uh, yes. See, yeah. I, I, I'm not looking at this from a perspective of someone that knows about RPGs. I'm on about this as someone who's like owns a console and sees a AAA game come out, and you say, "Oh, what's a AAA RPG game that right. you love?" Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like in 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 the public eye, Final Fantasy has not been like relevant for a hot yeah. minute. It's still okay. with okay. like JRPG enthusiasts. It's still oh yeah, absolutely. Big. But since, I'd say, again, since, like, 10 was probably the last one where it was, like, you know, my my mum would hear about yeah. the okay, Final Fantasy yeah, okay, 10 release, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason when I still remember when we bought our first console, and it was the PS1, and we bought five games, and three of them were Final Fantasy <laughs> games, and yeah, we had yeah. no idea what we were getting. It, but it's we like bought Final Fantasy other, 7, 8, and 9. The other two were two yeah. copies of Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was a pinball game. Both, both, <laughs> both of them scratched beyond playability. Yeah. <laughs> As is tradition. Well, Final, Final Fantasy was like one of the big system sellers for PlayStation for the longest time. And then it, at some point, probably again, around 12, 13 time, <laughs> it stopped being that because yeah. they couldn't figure out how to translate turn-based RPGs into like a modern yeah modern <laughs> and, mainstream and they, they, then they finally figured it out don't make it an rpg <laughs> well here's yeah. the thing yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. world of final fantasy actually did quite well oh i need a fact Ooh, check on that GB I do, I, world of final yeah. fantasy I, I bet it did well with but the rpg fans that that's what i mean but that's who it was for right yeah and i think yeah. that's the clever thing that they did oh this google is so bad these days they clearly went, look, the the mainline uh, series just don't gel anymore with turn-based combat. So they made the little anime chibi one. Yeah. Made it for us. Oh. But, yeah, that's... But I'm... I'm not saying... Uh, like, be, like, big turn-based JRPGs can obviously still do fine. Like... Some Matt said in chat, Persona, Dragon Quest, still doing fine. But then, but even Persona not is not is not like a, a cultural touchstone, is it? Like Final Fantasy used to be. Like your average man on the street isn't going to have heard of Persona or Dragon Quest, but they probably will have heard of Final Fantasy. Yeah, you're right. I'll, yeah, I think Persona Five, uh, and that's yeah, kind of what. And that's no, what I've no way. With gamers, sure, not that, with. But that loops around to what I was kind of saying, where I feel like most people still know about Final Fantasy even to this day, and would be like, "Yeah, Final Fantasy, I know that," even though it hasn't had 
any absolute yeah. bangers for like 20 years. Okay, exactly. But I bet the other part of that sentence is, yeah, I've heard of Final Fantasy. Wasn't it that PS1 game? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I played a ton of Final Fantasy 7. I loved it. <laughs> or yeah, 10, oh, yeah, I played that when I was nine. a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up because we kind of go around a little bit. But um, this is, yeah. So for the longest time, provided it doesn't change, which it could still change, it could still drop. It's the first mainline Final Fantasy to be sitting around, you know, the upper echelons of reviews yeah. for yeah. A, a long time. So that's pretty cool. Um, the only other Final Fantasy bit, which was really minor, is about how it's got a day one patch, despite them saying it absolutely oh, yeah. would not no, have a day no, one no, patch. No. I was going to say, yeah, this is funny because they were like, we are seeing every game doing day one patches and that's unacceptable. We're testing our no, game. No, they didn't say that. You're <laughs> they pre- said, you're, I you're guarantee they didn't say that. <laughs> they said every other game is trash and <laughs> our game, we've actually tested in the part over here. <laughs> I, what I will say no. is it's, it is such a weird thing, I guess, to say in the first place of like, we're not going to have a day one patch. Because in my mind, I'm like, I don't like care. If yeah, you have a day one patch. This is yeah, like it's, that's modern, that's yeah. modern game dev. If anything, I, it's good to work bit. up to the deadline if you can. Yeah, because that's just how yeah. game dev is now. That's the only bit I had issue with. Is like, no one cares. Like, unless it's ridiculous amount, right? And if you've got a day one forty what? gig patch, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it depends how big um, it is. Yeah, but no one cares about a day one patch what? that is going to make your experience better. Exactly. Yeah. Well, was it like a was it like a no crunch badge of honor thing? Like we know we've sent Maybe. it to ship, and we're all set. We're sending all the devs home to their families. Who it they kind of seen in I, I, I don't really. I would need to see the quote. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. exactly, but I I remember my reaction, which I kind of felt like it. It, it felt almost like a, you know, like a like a pride thing, or like look how good of a job we've done with our yeah. development. Like our mm-hmm. game is finished this early before release. Look yeah. how cool. Look how good that is. Whereas, like I said, in reality, I'm like, I don't really care. If you're working up to release date, because that's just modern yeah. game dev. Because there are always those people who, whenever you talk about like, oh, not games, not like they used to be, because there's always those people that say like, yeah, we didn't have day one patches. Games were just finished. And it's like, games were also like, Ass. much, much simpler <laughs> and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah that's, that's, yeah. Speedrunners loved them because there was bugs that would let you break so the game. Busted. Yeah, games yeah. also ran at 10 FPS, lasted four hours, and cost the modern equivalent of 110 pounds. Like... <laughs> Like what? What, what do yeah. you want? Yeah, yeah. Like Matt just sent a chat. They're, they're apparently it's based on feedback from the demo. Yeah, I will admit so, the demo. If the demo is based on the final game, it's not perfect. Like there is a few technical problems. Nothing that really rubbed me the wrong way, but it's not perfect. I was going to say, yeah. like it's it's this is at the moment PS5 exclusive, so you don't have all the oh it could be your PC hardware. No, every PS5 should be able to run this the same, right? Well, yeah, it's not like I can play yeah. it, but Sam's PS5 isn't strong enough to run to run it. <laughs> well, you don't know. Sam might have a weak source. PS5. Yeah, yeah. he's been sold a a white cardboard box that goes beep beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, so there is a day one patch. I yeah, kind of a non news story. It shouldn't even be a news story, but because they kind of said it the first time around. They talked because they because they yeah, that, that was the only issue. If they didn't say shit, this wouldn't even be a topic. Yeah, even even if if they hadn't have said anything, and then they didn't have a day one patch, say like alternate universe, right? There'd be a thread 
on the front page of Reddit with some guy going, can we just take a second to be grateful how Final Fantasy 16 doesn't have a day one patch? And it'll, <laughs> and it'll have like 20 trillion upvotes <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is, yeah. but now you have yeah. two stories, yeah. one for not a day one patch and oops, here's a day one patch. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's, that's that one anyway. Um, the main story from today literally happened what like five hours ago it's the mm-hmm. nintendo direct oh i love this this is this was a good i one. thought this was a damn good direct there's a lot of cool stuff here um obviously this is very new i know steve's watched it have uh, will or sam have you seen this stuff i no, did not I, watch. I was in a meeting at the time that this went <laughs> on and i just oh, i was napping that's fine <laughs> Because you watched the direct. No, you, so you, you, you were live at the time, Will. <laughs> oh, was I? Yeah. I can do both. <laughs> well, here's what we've got. You've got... Uh, first one they opened with was a DLC trailer, or trailer for the DLC of Scarlet and Violet. Um, Nothing really revealed here too much. Gonna, uh, just does, yeah. Go just a quick question. Yeah. It's titled The Hidden Treasures of Area Zero. Does mm-hmm. Area Zero actually function yet? Still, have they patched oh. that? <laughs> no. <laughs> that, area, that area is so horrible in the main game. It's so yeah. bad. Um, what okay, was moving on. Yeah. Um, next one, just... Sonic Superstars. You might remember this from I think it was Jeff Keighley's Summer Games mm-hmm. Fest, the four-player Sonic game. Um, more on that, nothing to really say about that. It looks okay. It's still got people connected to Balan's Wonderworld working on it, so I have no faith. Wait, <laughs> the Sonic director's gone now. How are they going to finish this game? Oh, yeah, he'll do it from prison. <laughs> Coding from prison. Coding through the bars of prison. <laughs> uh, I used to make Sonic, you know. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Lights out. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple of weird releases to start off. I'm sorry, you've got um, Palia. Which was like, th- yeah, go for it. This one's a weird one because it looked kind of like a kind of like a mid like life sim fantasy game, and it was looks kind of like a like a nothing game. But then they said this game is free to play and has four player online co op, and it's kind of like a you can build your house, you can do stuff in the game. It, it, it looks very like Stardewy, Harvest Mooney. There's some mini games and stuff. Life like if you're living like a life sim for a fantasy like world. Okay, so but, we're we're looking at like almost um, Animal Crossing. Kinda not not as stylized, cartoonish, not, but not like, that style. Yeah, yeah th- but... this would be kind of like a game that was off my radar oh, until no, they no. said free to play and online co-op. And Steve's and like, no like, money spent. Oh, yes, get in. Well, I'm like, that, I mean, <laughs> like if you had to pay for this game, it's kind of like a no thank you. But where it's free to play, I'm like, oh, you can easily get people to play free to play games. This game perfectly like rode the line for me between I wasn't sure if it was an actual game or if it's just shovelware. Yeah. And I'm still not sure. Yeah, I'm still way. not sure, but yeah. like free to play, I might check it out. We'll see. Yeah, you shove free to play on anything and I can give it a go if I'm playing with someone else. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, more on Persona 5 Tactica. So that was the spin-off that is an XCOM. The XCOM, yeah. You weren't here last week, Steve, to make all the is this an XCOM 
<laughs> jokes but yeah that's the XCOM one uh, Myth Force was a kind of interesting looking game that looked like a yes. Saturday morning cartoon roguelike oh they said that 5,000 times this game is inspired by Saturday morning cartoons and then they were like by the power of adventure games yeah like, very been clearly out on PC for a while probably probably it looks it screams of like early access oh. on Steam for years but maybe it's not, it's finally being released on Switch and stuff they kept it looked like it was like a VR game Game, but I was like, Switch doesn't have VR because they kept going into like the first person, like janky looking. Oh, VR, yeah, that's, like... that's uh, first person perspective makes it look like you're in the person's head, Steve. So that's probably, yeah, probably yeah, where no, you're getting confused. I know, but <laughs> 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 yeah. it's just I think maybe first person games are ruining me because there are so many coming out at the moment. Steve discovering just... how video games work yeah. for the first time. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Splatoon Splat first. Fucking oh, boring. The, the, no, no. no this, this is funny for one reason and one reason only. They're doing vanilla, strawberry, and mint chocolate chip. And I was like, why aren't they doing chocolate? And I was like, oh, because they won't do having brown shit on <laughs> yeah, the floor. Shit, shit everywhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Uh, what else you got? Uh, Detective Pikachu Returns, because there's already. Yeah, a, this a, is the second one. I forgot one already existed, right? This is going to be it. Yeah, I didn't know what existed. No, there's a game. Yeah, there's a game. A 3DS what? game. Yeah, 3DS, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 3DS. very... The first one I played, it's very much like um, a, like a detective series, but it is so child-friendly, like to a point where it's like boring, uh, the oh, first right. one. So, yeah, it wasn't that It's so great. weird seeing in this trailer. If, you, if you're interested, I'd say anyone listening, go listen to this trailer with audio because um, it's just it's Detective Pikachu but he's not got any of the charm I feel of who is it like Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds yeah so it's just Pikachu being like hey get me a coffee I'm like oh god <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't like that <laughs> when we talked about the movie we ragged on Ryan Reynolds enough as it was so if it's worse than that it's not it's not bad it's just fucking weird I don't it, I was just like I got really I don't know if uncanny is the correct word but it's just like Nah, it's just doing uh, nothing for me. Like yeah, I'm yeah. down for hard boiled Detective Pikachu. <laughs> His partner's died. His wife's divorced him. <laughs> now give that a listen later, seriously. Oh um, I've got is the case. <laughs> your next big one, this was a big drop for the show. Um yes. Super Mario RPG remake. Yeah, oh, this is the main one. Yeah. People Quite have been well. Nintendo fans love Super Mario RPG. Like they go on and game. they're like it's a fantastic We want game. a second one, but so now that they're doing like a remake, this is this is quite a big reveal. Do yeah. you know also what this game is, by my understanding? What's that? Turn based. Yes. yes. It yeah. is RPG. <laughs> you should play all the Superland saga games. It's just that's just generally out to anyone if you like Mario RPG games because I feel like so many people are like I love Mario RPG they should do a sequel or remake it and I'm like they made like four more RPGs that are all amazing that no one seems to talk about it's it's with Mario it's uh, very weird how like Mario RPG people love all the rest of them they're they're like okay people don't fuck with them as heavy same for paper mario the first one people absolutely adore and oh, they keep second, making first new second yeah and people ke- they keep making like more paper mario games and they're like we we don't want this we want the first one like for some reason yeah so yeah this one and if they do remake the first paper mario as well hopefully 
um, are the big ones. So definitely give this a try. I, I, I think this like is the, the RPGs. When you talk of an you know an age of games, maybe not needing remakes because they're not that old. This mm-hmm. is a game I I do strongly feel like for the longest time it has needed some sort of revisiting because it is so old. The Super Nintendo version, and it's mm-hmm. just it can look really rough. I feel in certain areas, so I'm excited for this. I've never actually yeah. played this. I've watched, I think, a Let's Play years and years ago, so some of it is familiar. But I've I, played some of it as well. Yeah, I've, I've played some of it before, not finished it though. But I remember, like, people love this game. People love mm-hmm. uh, Gino, the like puppet character, and Mallow, the weird like cloud character. Yeah. So that's really cool. That and that was. As far as I'm aware, completely unexpected, right? No one... Yeah, no no hints of it at all. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Batman Arkham Trilogy was the next showcase. Um, eh. Absolute magic getting those games on Switch. It looked a bit rough, but... I would love... <laughs> I'd love to see that game running on a Switch. You should yeah, watch yeah. this trailer. Especially the third one. Yeah, Holy it's, shit. It's, in, it's certain bits of it in here, and it looks nice, but some of it is like, oh, Christ. You can see <laughs> yeah, where yeah. the cutbacks are. Um... Yeah, they're solid games. If that is if that is literally the only way you can play them, <laughs> then, then give it a look. Otherwise, get it on yeah, PC or something. Yeah. Uh, Gloomhaven yeah. on Switch. You like that game, I believe, Will? <gasps> Everyone should play Gloomhaven. Sam, you should play Gloomhaven. Play this. Not on, probably not on Switch, but <laughs> yeah, don't play... you, you might you, you might have it for free from Epic Games Store in the past. Yeah, probably. That's where I got it. Yeah, you might. <laughs> uh, game for it. game for Steve. You got Just Dance 2024 edition. Oh hell yeah! Get a twerk to those songs literally nothing to say about that it's What's just more the, the what are you hoping is in this one steve um i don't know what any song? current songs oh i thought you were <laughs> I thought you were with it i thought you were cultured i'm i'm starting to get there but you know he's getting, getting there slow but surely one song at a time like i listen to one new song a day and maybe yeah. maybe padam padam by kylie minogue that just came out That's so you have only just figured out how fps's work so i guess <laughs> kylie minogue isn't she like 110 <laughs> basically uh which silent hope this was a a kind this of was... like this was an rpg they showed and my brain completely glazed over during this trailer because it just looked this, so yeah generic. this one looked interesting it's set seven protagonists that are all silent apparently but every other character in the game can talk and it's you get you there's like dungeons and you go in with the different seven characters they all have different um uh, like attack styles and play styles and then you kind of like go into the dungeon to get resources to build up your town back at the base and stuff having the plot dictate the main characters being silent is a galaxy brain move to save money on voice acting mm. Mm. Yeah, just but no one's talking the entire time. <laughs> the, the thing is, is though, I feel like that could be done very well. But where these characters are chibi, I'm like, if you if they're going to be silent, you kind of want like them to be very uh, visually expressive. Then, and there's only so much you could do with chibi characters. I think. Yeah, so. it gives me like bravely default vibes. Mm. Um, that was that. You then had Fay Farm, the game that for whatever reason seems to keep appearing every single Nintendo Direct. <laughs> yes, they are. Like, really want you to play this. Uh, gonna skip that. Some other like stuff, shovelware, manic mechanics, uh, Mario and Rabbids DLC, uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. So a new uh, one of these. Yes, I... Steve said this, and I was like, "Now I'm going to trust him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought you were baiting me. No, no, oh. no. I 
I played the original Dragon Quest Monsters on Game Boy, and I love that. I played that game so many times. I love the original. I think they did like Dragon Quest Monsters Joker. Joker for, like, is the one I remember for DS. DS. I haven't played that one because it's like now trying to find both. a DS game is. is... I love both. <laughs> yeah, I own both. Uh, what is uh, so? What is this? Dragon Quest Pokemon? Pokemon. Yeah, Dragon Quest uh, Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, it's, it's, so the, the Joker at the very least was like you have a team of three. Yeah, but like. You also you you obviously have more in the bank, but as they level up, you like fuse them together. Yeah. So it's not like oh, it's fusing right this here. Guy, they're, they're fusing right it. here. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like I like kind of more of the same, but yeah, yeah just new, which is always cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm down. I love these games. Yeah, I'll give this a look. Uh, so you had that uh, Pikmin Four. Got oh, a really yeah. got a really lengthy look. Actually, it was really long. Well, this was the this this was like the the showcase. You know, like when they tweeted out, "We're getting a direct." They were like, yes. "Oh, it's going to feature Pikmin 4. This is looking so good. I'm so excited for this. Um, I won't blabber on for ages about Pikmin, but it looks like what they've announced today, which is new, is there's a resource you can find that lets you kind of skill up some of the mechanics you can do. And the weird like dog thing that's now your companion. That's pretty cool. Um Oh you're good. Is that a kitchen? They're going like inside. Yeah, so it looks like they're doing kind of like chibi robo stuff. Where you mm. you go inside someone's house. No one knows what it's about yet, but um it's always been this sounds like so deep for these sorts of games, but it's always been canon <laughs> that Pikmin and the characters are tiny. Because you always pick up like Really? You pick up Duracell batteries and weird <laughs> shit like that, right? Yeah. Um but you never really interact with humans or human areas. Yeah. Whereas it, now in this trailer, you're just straight up in someone's kitchen doing. It doesn't take place on Earth, does it? Or this one must do because there's human stuff. The, the old, old ones they have don't. always been like you're on a weird planet that just looks like somebody's back garden. Oh, it's like I said, it's like they never really elaborate on it, right? It's, it yeah, always just feels yeah. like they just do what would be cool, right? Like, wouldn't it be cool? Uh, yeah, if, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just never really thought about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, they elaborate more on being able to go at night, which is kind of cool. The like story of Pikmin has always been you have a time limit of just daytime because everything gets yeah. fucking wild at night. Um, but now you can go out during night, and there's special Pikmin that glow, which is kind of cool. It's just if you're into Pikmin, it just looks like more cool stuff. Really, I'm I'm so excited for this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other announcement as well was that Pikmin one and two are now on the eShop. Which you can play right on now. Switch, which is amazing because they've been completely inaccessible for the longest time. I looked it up; they're only on the GameCube and the Wii. So, oh wow, yeah, and they're trying to sell Pikmin Four, right? So it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> it's a bit shit. And where was Pikmin Three? Pikmin Three was a already on yeah Wii U game that then got ported to Switch. So uh, as of right now, you can now get every it... Pikmin game on Switch. Is there much point? I played Pikmin 3 and 1. Is there... I feel like if you played 3, it's not... I feel like... 3 kind of encompasses 1. It's almost. one of those things where I th- I feel like... I love Pikmin 1, 2, and 3. I, I, yeah. I adore those games. I, th- I think if Pikmin 4 is looking to be something that interests you, play that, and if you finish it and you're like, that was really good, I want more, then go back and play the other ones. Because the other ones, yeah. There's... Yeah. Not there are like little quality of life things, but essentially it's just like more of the same, right? If you like that kind yeah, of loop, yeah. Um, 
but um, yeah, it's good to see more. And it's, it's so close now. What is it like July? It comes out. Mm-hmm. So this is the next sort of big Nintendo release, I believe. But yeah, um, that's looking really cool. It's like a long trailer. So if you want to check that out, it's like four minutes long. They showed. So that's all good. Um, Metal Gear Solid Collection. Uh, one, two, and three. Nice. And more. One is one, two, th- three. And then the original two on the NES, which were just called Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, I think. Also like Snake's Revenge or some shit. Mm-hmm. And also the two that were on the PC console Japan system thing. Like the actual canon original Metal Gear game. It's, the timeline for Metal Gear is fucking weird, yeah. but there are multiple mm-hmm. games, basically. Um, Metal Gear fans are eating pretty good right now, aren't they? Well, Konami have suddenly realised that they're sitting on millions of dollars doing nothing with it. So, <laughs> uh, I will say that this it's, it was a Switch announcement, but it's also coming to PS5, Xbox, yeah. and Steam, so you don't have to buy it on Switch if you don't want to. The cool thing I liked about this is outside of the games, uh, they also showed that it just comes with a shitload of artwork and music and just you know all kinds of like graphic novels and stuff are all in the in this collection as well. Oh, that's cool. It sounds like a re- if you're if you're a fan of these games, it sounds like a really good way to play them. Um it's also volume 1 obviously in the case oh, at some point there'll be a volume 2, I assume with like giving Metal you like Gear a 4. strategy guide too. That's yeah, they, cool. they give you all the stuff. It looks really cool. Um so yeah, Damn. I think Konami uh, becoming good. Konami Redemption arc. <laughs> oh, let's let's wait. They're just releasing stuff they've already got right now. I guess. That's <laughs> great, I guess. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vampire Survivors on Switch. Yes, and this oh. comes with a uh, four-player co-op as well. Couch co-op Vampire Survivors. I thought, like in my head, I was like, "That's a great idea." But then I thought, unless they balance it, which I assume they will, that would be so easy just win yeah <laughs> it's already easy with one person kind of when you get into it that's cool though vampire survivors is, is always interesting i assume if you start getting tons of enemies on the switch the switch just blows up i don't know <laughs> it's on phone yeah. i guess actually phones are more powerful than switches these days. Very, a, yeah. a lot more powerful steve <laughs> my phone's Plus. playing like star rail at the same graphic quality as my pc and it looks great or a switch runs stuff at what like 480p upscaled whatever <laughs> uh, headbangers, Rhythm Royale, kind of weird. Yeah, this is a, this is a weird, weird one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into this, but yeah, it was like a weird pigeon-based rhythm game battle royale for Nintendo Switch. Thirty-two players or something. If that sounds interesting, look it up. Um, it's all mini-game-based for rhythm. It's kind of weird, but it is free to play. Maybe it like gave competitive it, warrior yeah. wear. Okay, kind of, yeah. It gave me mad um, Fall Guys vibes. Mm. Mm. Uh, you then had Penny's Big Breakaway, which was like a p- platform game that I didn't care about until they said it was made by these Sonic Mania people. And uh, Sonic oh. Mania people, for those who don't know, are Sonic modders who got hired to make a good Sonic game. Yeah, the, and they o- did. the people that have made the only good Sonic game in years. <laughs> uh, this actually looked cool, though. Well, like, they they, they kind of say that in the trailer and then as more the trailer plays it's like this actually looks all right uh, i would say the because it's the whole thing about this is you have a yo-yo and the movement with the yo-yo looked good but the style of it just made reminded me of bad in wonder world and it's like, uh, no oh he can't God, he, the fallout the he can't, fallout he can't, he can't hurt you anymore stevie's in prison yeah. he can't hurt you 
we'll, we'll get you some therapy. We will we will get through this, Steve. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, new stage and three new characters. This is the next tier of the eight-tiered pass they're doing. Um, yeah. Star- who's coming? Oh, who's coming? Petty Piranha, Kamek, and oh, Wiggler. Who cares? Get, like, Captain Falcon in there. Yeah, put, put Witch in there. They they have said that the characters that they're adding are characters from previous Mario Kart games. So you, if they've not been in one yet, then they're not going to be yeah, in one. Boo. But you're probably going to see Rob in the next one. Uh, next story, Star Ocean, the second story R. This is a remake of the second Star Ocean game, which I feel like you either don't care about or well. this is really cool. I'm, you just lost your shit. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I personally, I know nothing about this, so I'm not really into this at all. Um, but that was cool. You had that, and then new WarioWare. These are the last two announcements, by the way. New WarioWare looks really cool. Except for this one is all about movement with your Joy Cons, so most Switch players won't be able to use to play this because it's 100 Joy Con based. Wait, what? The f- yeah, I didn't think about that. So there's a whole Switch where the Joy Cons don't come off. And even then, if you got your Joy Cons, oh, if they're yeah. working, is another question. <laughs> I don't think. The motion is an issue with the Joy-Cons, right? It's just drift. I know, but like, you know, when your Joy-Con starts drifting, you're like, I'm not going to touch you anymore. You're broken. Oh, cause, cause I, wonder my... if this, I wonder if this will be another, what was it, like 50 pound game that is about two hours long? Oh, maybe, yeah. The last what, one was... What, was the one, what was the one we played with you around your house? I can't remember. We, we, everyone came around mine and I rented that game because we, I think we sat down... And we finished the whole thing in about two hours. And it was, and it was a full price game. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun, yeah. It was like a weird competitive WarioWare, that one. Yeah. Um, these games Very are always awesome. fun, but yeah, they can be quite hard to justify the <laughs> full price for it. I, I didn't think about it, but yeah, now that you said that, Steve, I, I don't think about the drift. I think about the, um, the, the Switch lights, where the controllers yeah. are ingrained into the device. That just can't play this yep. game i guess well same for like the the one two switch as well yeah i game. imagine there'll, so be, it... there'll be some set where you get the game with joy cons and it costs like ten thousand pounds or something <laughs> probably uh last announcement which i think is well, the most no, exciting no. Well, okay what not completely they said they announced um princess peach was getting her own game oh uh, yeah that'll be next year um, it's a game where it's not about her PMS emotions this time. So yeah, that was weird. That one on DS, where it's like, <laughs> here's here's the first game you can play as Princess Peach. She can't yeah. control her emotions, and she gets mad randomly and sad and cries. And it's like, mm, ooh, this and that's is, this her is, powers. This isn't great. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's thing. That was a game Super on Princess DS. Peach. Yes, Look at that. Super yep. Princess Peach. It's in hindsight might not have been the best idea for a game. <laughs> Uh, and wow, they, I've never heard of that. Okay, and they've also announced that the 3DS Luigi's Mansion is getting ported to the Switch. I don't know why they're not doing the original Luigi's Mansion, but the 3DS version, which was you like six, find it. six mini hotels. <laughs> Who's got the disc in the office for Luigi's Mansion One? I don't know. <laughs> Just do a second one. It's on there. It's over there. <laughs> but yeah, and then then we got this, and then you got the big one, which is Super Mario Bros. Wonder. This this, this looks cool. This looks really no, cool. No, it looks weird. No, it doesn't look weird. It looks fucking awesome. I think oh, it depends on how you think about Mario games, right? Because I showed Laura this, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, it's another Mario game. Nothing's really changed." And I couldn't 
disagree because <laughs> she's not because <laughs> she's not wrong. But I still can't help but get excited for just a solid two is... D Mario campaign, right? Yeah, to say just two D Mario. But the whole thing about this one is is that Mario takes drugs and then the world starts fucking up around him. Yeah. So something. so the, the premise of this uh, game is I'm going to say every level because I assume it'll be every level. There is a mechanic called I don't know what it's called. It's just like a wonder flower. You eat it. And in some way, you can see on the screen now if you're watching, in some way the level changes. So it adds a gimmick. So in the example here that he's doing, all the pipes start moving and freaking out. And um, there are ones later in the trailer um, where just, you know, weird shit starts happening. He stre- I think he stretches really long in one of the clips where he's just suddenly got a really long waist and like weird. Yeah, it's this one here where you can stretch. Um, weird, but I kind of I kinda dig it. I think it's a cool. Looks like he took some LSD. <laughs> it literally is like. Yeah, but you could make that joke about any Mario game. You know, well, people have is, people oh. have made people have made that joke about Mario taking mushrooms for years, and yeah. and now it's now it's like so, an actual mechanic. Oh, is it just all drugs analogies all the <laughs> yeah. way down? Always was. <laughs> I, I think the thing that stands out for me in this is they've gone with almost like a weird stop motiony art style. I don't know if I, if you go back to it's not exactly stop motion, but if you go back to the very beginning, let me find the clip here. You see that where he takes the mushroom and it's almost almost weird like keyframing and it looks yeah. I really like it. I think it looks That's really cool. The FPS. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah, Mario's running at like a weird forty-five degree angle. Like he's kind of facing the camera more. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Diagonal. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's running forward, but he's running diagonally. Um, these are so minor things, but I just, I re- I really love. It looks cool. Yeah, the aesthetic. I, I love really, the aesthetic yeah, does, of this yeah. game. Just things like the, the um, it's really minor stuff again, but just like the new font that they're using when he throughout the game where you pick up stuff. I just think it's really the, cool. The thing I noticed, which what I found funny was there was one point where Mario it was Mario and Peach on the screen and there's definitely a male voice and it sounds like it's Mario saying it but it's it sounds like he's got a new voice actor <laughs> not again maybe it's, Chris, maybe, it's, maybe it's Chris Pratt maybe it is Chris it Pratt yeah they got him <laughs> didn't sound Chris Prattish <laughs> and it didn't sound like Charles uh, Martinet either so it's, it's David like, Hater. maybe there might be a new <laughs> <laughs> Princess Peach let's get out of here Peach <laughs> Uh, but yeah i think this looks awesome i mean this looks like it would be fun if you had friends to play with so that's really oh, sad Steve. oh that's really sad yeah. well it's could... like um those rayman games it's got taking a lot from like those yeah i, 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 I think... guess it always has i don't know why that... <laughs> that's, that's kind of a non-point yeah i read that um i didn't realize it had been a, that long but it's literally been years and years and years since there's been just a solid 2d mario campaign it's been 3D for quite a while now. When was the last one? Was like uh, Wii U? I think it was New Super Mario Bros. Wii U, yeah. Which would have been yeah. about... Oh, it's been God, on Switch. Like 100 years ago. <laughs> no, Steve, those are re-releases. Yeah, but that still counts. No, it doesn't. Right? <laughs> They're re-releases. <laughs> <laughs> because the you have New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is the one on Switch, and that is the Wii U one, just ported to mm-hmm. Switch. Mm-hmm. So it's literally, it's it's been... A very long time. And I think, yeah, these games don't maybe innovate loads, but they do 
what they set out to do really, really well. They're just they're I, just so much they're so joyful. They're so fun. Yeah. I'm not sure. For some reason I just I I would play a two D Mario, but they just don't excite me like a three D one does. I get what you mean Ooh. and I feel That's, like it's I gone. I was just going to say, it's been the other way around for me for ages, where we've now, for the longest time, it was like so many 2D ones. It's like, okay, give us a proper 3D one. And then we got, you know, 3D World and Odyssey and all these other ones. And now I'm now like... 3D World, I count as a 2D. <laughs> it's not that it's not 2D, and it's, it's a 3D. I know, but... And now I'm the other way around. Like... I'm, like, I'm like, just give me a solid 2D Mario campaign. Mm. And, now, and now here we are. I think this looks great. I'm really excited for this. And it's uh, soon as well. It's like October. You know, yes. we, we always say that like Nintendo always seems like they've got nothing coming out. But that's because they release stuff like three months after <laughs> announcement. Yeah, yeah. And this is their like newer one, right? This is their new big hit that'll be coming out. And they always try to have one big release a month at least. Yeah, typically, yeah. They have one, normally, like you say, it's one thing a month. Not always massive. But they always tend to have something, mm-hmm. which something I think promote the shelf. Yeah, basically, yeah, something that will be at the you know front of all their marketing. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the Switch Direct. Thank God they had that today because there's basically no more news. <laughs> <laughs> the only other one was um, about how we'll, we'll zip through these really quickly. Um, Redfall developer Arcane, we all know about that. We spoke about that you know, to death. Uh, Microsoft says it's currently safe. So. What was it? Contagious before or? Well, it's just one of those things where it's like they release Redfall and it's like off with your head. One mistake, yeah. you know, into the like pit. If, if this was EA, yeah, those just... people would all be out <laughs> of a job. Yeah. yeah. Currently um, safe, but one bad patch and all, they're, they're out. <laughs> Can you patch like any of you worse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was that new story, and then the last one was the uh, d- story DLC for Callisto Protocol um, is coming later this month. This wasn't really like it's not like a oh my god it's coming out, but it it was a reminder for me of I forgot that ha- I, I forgot that that game didn't end. <laughs> like it just, oh shit! Like Callisto Protocol just ends on a cliffhanger, and it was really, really annoying. Yeah. And now here comes the ending, and it's like oh. That's re- that just annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there, there was one more more news story we'll linked in uh, our podcast chat. Let's have a look. Uh, which uh, is the Diablo one? Yes, the Diablo one. I'll grab that quick. So yeah, where Diablo the the seasonal battle pass that's coming will only be able to be completed by seasonal characters. So all your current characters. As soon as the season comes, dump them. You don't need them. Never a new one. But is that bad though? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I personally don't like that about Diablo. I'm like, I've leveled a witch. Like in Diablo three, I've got five max level characters, all different classes. I have no interest in leveling them again. Like, if you, I'm like, I'd put in the work. If you maxed out a character in Diablo four, mm-hmm. and they release a battle pass, what could that character possibly do that's meaningful? That could work towards a battle pass. I'm not sure. This what this PvP? game felt. This game felt more like an MMO to me. So I was like, oh, I'll keep these characters forever, right? And it's like, ah, no, it's more like Diablo Three again, which is fine. Some people who enjoy it. It's not my sort of like. I don't want to have to every season, single season, but, level yeah. something up. The, the issue is though, Steve, is it's like yeah, that 
I, I know that you don't want to make yeah. a new character and level up, but it's that, or you're never going to play it anyway. Right? Yeah, true. So, yeah. It's and I think like, it's not for me. Some I, people will love this, but I did. I do see because I, I I posted the story just because I thought it was interesting because we all, mm-hmm. most of us played Diablo, and it's I at the when I first read the story, I was like, well, yeah, duh, it's seasonal Diablo, like yeah. it makes perfect sense, but where steve's right this has kind of taken a lot of cues from like mmos um and it's like it what would be the harm in letting people progress through a battle pass with their characters that already uh are leveled up and they like playing you know someone, what i mean so someone I, will find a way i to can see it. both i could see but i was i was suddenly just like hey, i guess I but could as long as people are playing that. the game you know <laughs> if they want to play it whichever way they want let them yeah I feel like, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's no, tricky. Right? I, I feel like if you have a, a max level character, an already leveled character, you're you're not really, like, playing the game to do the battle pass, if that makes sense. But what about people, Sam, who got to level 30, 40, didn't, finish the, quite, didn't quite finish the story and dropped Diablo for whatever reason? And, but and then they see the season starting, and it's like, oh, you can't actually, you can't use that character. You have to start again. Okay, you know yeah, I mean? no, I, I, I both concede that point, but also this is it. Also gives them a good enough reason to play the game again and try again. Exactly, exactly. So I can see where these people are coming from. Because uh, yeah, because it's like the easy knee jerk is like yeah, it's Diablo seasons, you dummy. But <laughs> yeah, what well, you know. What would be yeah. the harm in letting people play through a battle pass with their already made characters that they're quite invested in? But it, it also might weird. be because it won't suit non-seasonal characters. Yes, yeah. Part, yeah, part of it is we have to wait and see how these seasons actually work. Uh, so, well, the, so I assume the idea will be that, yeah, you can only do the battle pass with a seasonal character, but the rewards can be taken across every single season? That's the thing. Usually with Diablo seasons, they reward cosmetics. Like you get some seasonal legendaries to like mix up the gameplay, but the 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 chase rewards are the seasonal cosmetics. Like there'll be a pet, there'll be an armor set. uh, You can then like transmogrify, yeah, to look cool for the next season. Yeah, they have to be because yeah, because the more Mm, I think about it, there's no way you get unlocks for a character that you would then essentially throw in the bin, right? You have to, yeah be able to carry over something across seasons oh no 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 if if you unlock uh yeah maybe maybe they'll probably let you carry over cosmetic they have to otherwise there's no otherwise there's no point to the battle pass besides you know playing the game for fun who does that yeah who does that yeah (laughs) what uh yes from the battle pass perspective yes or the seasonal perspective is there's items you can only get in that season but you have to th- you have to think of it from the battle pass perspective because ultimately that's what they're going to be wanting to sell. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I I agree with you. I yeah. think if those especially when it's cosmetics, so there's absolutely no harm in you having those cosmetics in future yeah. seasons. I think it'd be dumb if yeah. they didn't. But, but the other point is we also have this kind of Diablo 3 almost has battle passes already. And the way they function is kind of like uh, a series of challenges, which are like get to max level, do a dungeon at tier, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, or if you just boot up your 
level 100 maxed out character day one and just complete 90% of the battle pass, it's like... Also, they probably don't want that either, so... I don't. Th- I think ultimately the, the conclusion is you're never going to please anyone. Uh, everyone, sorry. Anyone. <laughs> it is Blizzard. <laughs> they're they're, all, it is they're Blizzard. also never going to please anyone. But that's but that's besides the point. Most of the people, I would say, excited for Diablo Four seasons, are going to be fine with it because there should be that knowledge of it's just going to be the same way Diablo Three seasons. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I, yeah. I would expect them to do something fresh. But ninety nine percent of it is gonna be the same, you know. Yeah. I I just feel sorry for the people who have started, who have made characters like been like I'm leveling. I've gotten like four, five max level characters in Diablo right now. One of every class, and it's like, oh wait, no, yeah. The people who don't know who have gone really hard on Diablo before the season started. Yeah. I I will say that be a lesson. Those numbers are gonna be in the single digits. (laughs) Yeah, that be a lesson. I've maxed true, out true. every single class already. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Go outside. It's in the patch notes. There's a joke here somewhere about grass patches. Get fucked. There's a joke there about grass patches somewhere, but I'm, I'm too tired to think about it. Steve, what's uh, coming out? Oh, okay, so we've got a few. We've got several indie games because a bunch of the next fest demo games are out very soon. <laughs> so, um, on the twenty first, we have a game which is today uh, a game called Bandit Brawler. Uh, this is an open world comedy game about being a bandit. <laughs> Interesting. It's a first person. You just go around punching people, stealing stuff. <laughs> Fucking with them. This is just medieval postal. What the fuck is this? It looks like it looks almost like a you know kind of goat simulatory ish, but you just like fuck around as a bandit <laughs> doing stupid shit. It looks like Skyrim that's been modded a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like Skyrim where if you added one more mod, it just wouldn't boot anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, okay, on the 22nd, we have Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. What the fuck? Oh, this is the Super Meat Boy guys. This is Super Meat Boy guys, yep. They, it is, looks like it's Tetris, but like hard. Tetris is hard, Steve. But no, this has got like side, like. <laughs> uh, you me puzzles. on Tetris? <laughs> I'll show you hard Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like it's like falling stuff, and you got to like kind of. Oh, it's what if Super Meat Boy was uh, what's it called? Poya Poya Pop. That was that, called. That... Uh-huh. Poyo, sure. poyo. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Don't make me sound <laughs> insane, okay? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing them again. Um, <laughs> okay. Also on the twenty second, we have a game called Novalands. Uh, this is, I believe it's early access, but it is a factory building exploration island management game. That's too so many it words. Of, it looks like it kind of combines like Stardew Valley and Factorio and just like a general exploring game. You said, you said the perfect combination. You said like the incantation to summon Erin. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she just ran in the Aaron. room saying, someone talk about a city builder. <laughs> I'm not... I was thinking of Erin. I was like, oh yeah, she'd probably love this. So. Not throwing too much shade, but you know what other game had all those subgenres? Craftopia. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Day two, week two of mentioning Craftopia. 
<laughs> it's infectious, man. No one else knows what that game is. It sold like nine copies. No, I, th I think I actually refunded that game, so I bought it and never played it. I think it's the only Steam game I've ever refunded. Craft oh, Craftopia is a curse, like that movie It Follows. And now that the listener knows about it, I'm afraid you have now been cursed with Craftopia and you have to pass it on to someone else. <laughs> this, this one might be good, we don't know. This is early access, I believe, so... It looks alright. Yeah. Um, also on the 22nd, we have Forever Skies. This is a oh. another survival game uh, that uh, has... This one has airships, though, where you kind of build up your airship and <laughs> fly around. Yeah. It's funny how I can e so easily say, oh, I hate survival crafting games, and then they show, like, one frame <laughs> of an airship flying, and I'm like, oh, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. I'm so easy. But there were a lot of survival games and Stardew games coming out uh, this yeah, week. So yeah. I, I did cut back a lot. Yeah, here, here's another survival crafting game. Ugh, crossed with uh, like pressure washing things. Oh, okay, right. I'm in. <laughs> uh, also on the 22nd, we have Final Fantasy 16. Never heard of it. <laughs> What's that? The survival craft? Not a niche game, apparently. <laughs> It's the Stardew clone. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, this you you'll hear all about this next week if you want to come back for thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Probably <laughs> lots of people will be playing nothing but yeah, lots of feelings if that demo is anything to go off of. Um. So yeah, and then now we've got a big jump to the twenty sixth. Um, we have a game called One Lonely Outpost. Uh, this is Stardew on an alien planet. <laughs> I love I it. this it's trend of just it's though. X, but why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's, well, it, this one looks quite charming, though. I was like, actually, this this kind of looks kind of cute. I like this art style. This looks nice. Mm, that it was the art style that got me. There's a, there's an actual like <laughs> harvest no story of seasons friends of mineral town games out this week. But I was like, nah, that's not making the list. <laughs> this one is. I feel like I don't normally, um, I don't normally fall for the X but Y thing. I'm normally kind of just like, oh, I'll go play the original, I guess. Yeah. The only one that what was that? Um, there was the Minecraft slash Terraria underground game that we played. Oh, Corekeeper. Core Keeper. Keeper. That was yeah. that was one of those. I feel like it's X but Y, and that was that was pretty good. Okay. Uh, next on the 26th, we've got a game called Kingdom 80s. Uh, this is an 80s standalone version of the Kingdom game, which a bunch of people have played. So it's the game where you're like the, the woman on the horse going left to right side scrolling. Oh, yes. I've oh, played this. yeah. Yeah, this is a standalone version of that, but it's like 80s, like you're on bikes. and. Oh, that's I cute. Not, I, I like that. I have no... what, lady going left to right on a horse? If you, uh, Yeah, if you type in... It's like Kingdom, it's you... like... You will own it's like Kingdom, sorry, ugh, fuck, Kingdom New Land or something, right? Mm hmm. Something like that. You will own one of these on a platform, Josh. Okay. I can guarantee it. Some sort of indie bundle at some point. It's just <laughs> yes. landed yeah. in my it's somewhere. Library. It'll just have backed up and dumped trash yeah, this a is, Kingdom this game is, uh... into your account. I, I just okay. I, I feel like I have my finger on the pulse of things. I have no clue what this is. They're good. They're like this super quite minimal, popular. like one button games. Yeah, with really yeah. nice art. They're really good. This, this game was regarded in high regards. That's why I. Uh... Okay. 
thought I'd mention this one. Um, next on the game, this this is a bit weird, but we have uh, on the twenty seventh we have Little Friends Puppy Island, which looks like it's a Steam version kind of of uh, Nintendogs. I was like, I've never played a Nintendogs game, but people like love these games types of games, so I love Nintendogs. Tamagotchi game, right? Yeah, you get to like, have your day. puppies and dress them up and <laughs> walk them and do my, stuff. My, my work colleague today was talking about the Final Fantasy 16 reviews and was talking mm -hmm. about how Famitsu gave Final Fantasy... They do like four reviews at the same time, right? They gave it 40, 40, 40, and 39. Oh, and, shit. and he said, um, oh, well, you know, I'm not worried too about it. They gave Nintendogs 40, 40, 40, 40. I said, like, yeah, like, what's your point there? Nintendogs is fucking amazing. Nintendogs <laughs> <laughs> is the perfect game. It, it is the perfect yeah, to make. Like, yeah, what, what yeah. point are you trying to make? Like, <laughs> that they're wrong because they're not. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, last but not least, on the 28th, we've got Reverie Sweet As Edition. Re what the? F How do you even spell that? R E V E R I E. Oh, I spelled Reverie. God, learn to spell. Uh, this is a 2D Zelda clone, but it looks like it's in the art style of like Earthbound. Oh, we just had that chicken one, Steve. We can't keep doing this. Oh, but they, 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 at first I was like, eh, but then well, like I watched the trailer and stuff. So actually, this kind of looks kind of fun. Yeah, this looks more like uh, Earthbound than Zelda, like graphically. Yeah, exactly. That's but just, the that's just wise, Ness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's Lucas without a shirt on for some reason. <laughs> but but it, like when you watch the gameplay trailer, it's definitely like there's dungeons in this game, like Zelda dungeons, and, oh, okay. stuff. and it's not um, like the JRPG that Earthbound is. So I like this trend yeah. of Nintendo aren't making top-down Zelda anymore, so oh. we'll do it ourselves. We mm -hmm. haven't. I don't know if Steve mentioned it in the upcoming games, but you know the that game Battle Bit that's just come out. Oh yeah, the Battlefield um, Minecraft game. Two hundred and fifty-six player Battlefield game. Like I, I love this trend of indie, like little four five man teams just going like, well the big guys are keep fucking it up, so we're just gonna yeah. make it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see. I, I this would have been out last week, so whoever did the releases like uh, last podcast. Hopefully, would have said this one. Well, yeah, I did the nice, rational shift, shifting I, the blame. Yeah. I did, I did the rational thing and saw a screenshot of this and went, absolutely not. How am I supposed yeah. to know it was like game of the year? <laughs> no, I, I remember uh, it was like people have been talking about this a little bit, right? And it was a couple days ago, I think. I was like, what actually is this? And I looked it up, saw this like you know this this trailer, and the first review I saw was something like. EA can't do it, so indie games did it themselves, lol, <laughs> in all caps, with like a thumbs up. And I was like, oh, okay, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> apparently, it's, apparently it's really good. Apparently it's really good. I can't... I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy it right now. It well, how much up. is it? £12. £12. I was going to say, we could play this, mate. It gives me, I'm, it gives me mad, like, Roblox vibes. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, like... You know, like every game is in Roblox, right? You can play like Counter Strike in Roblox, yeah. Call of Duty, and it's just like I can't. It would. It's apparently it's like three people. It would a hundred percent not surprise me if they started this in Roblox. You know what I mean? And yeah. They were like, why don't we just make this? I mean, it'd probably make more money in Roblox, to be honest. <laughs> like a bunch of know, this game is killing it. This this has sold so many copies already. Yeah, fourteen, <laughs> nearly fifteen thousand positive reviews right now for yeah, yeah. what should. Uh, like visually looking at it should probably be shovelware 
but apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently, apparently, it's just insanely it's good. One of the best games of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Battlefield Five struggling to retain players with like season five <laughs> content and shit. Whereas this comes out and everyone's like, "Ha ha, this game better, lol." <laughs> Does this game have like emotes and stuff? That'd be funny. I, I no idea. I can't help but just think of you know like EA executives looking at this and all and reading all the like troll reviews and just being like, oh, for fuck's sake. We spent so much nice, money nice struggling <laughs> to keep the lights on, and this game just comes out. These games just in a jacuzzi uh, of money that they made from Minecraft, Roblox, Battlefield. <laughs> oh, I, I I do love it though. I think it's it's nothing better than seeing something that looks terrible and it's like actually it's like a it's, it's like an underdog story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah, it's really really good. Uh, anything else, Steve? That's it. Oh, we're all done then. Yeah, that's it for the week. Nice. The only big release is uh, Final Fantasy 16, but there's a bunch of indie games and some of them look really good, so yeah. check them out. And also check out the Steam Next Fest demos. Like, I personally think I'm going to check out uh, Paleo Pines. So, uh, that looks yeah, like I'll have to, cute I ha- dinosaur game. I haven't had a proper look. I'll have to dive into Next Fest and see. There's always some cool stuff there that I end up liking, mm-hmm. so I should mm-hmm. go I should go have a look. I think I'll do that tonight and wish like wishlist and download a few a few bits. Um. Okay then, we'll, we'll call it there. Then we'll we'll call it a night. Um, we'll do our socials and stuff, and then we'll we'll get out of here. Thank you for listening, everybody. We've done another week complete, so we're gonna, you know, get out of here. Um, my name is Josh. I'm Bottlerworks on everything. If you want to find me, uh, how about you, Will? Hello. You know where to find me. Uh, <laughs> and Steve. Hey, I'm Steve. You can find me at QuickWix. That's Q U I K W I X. And then Sam. I exist. <laughs> you should just like take an older, <laughs> an older one where we actually promotes himself and just <laughs> copy and paste that at the very end of the podcast. I could probably put Sam on a soundboard just just <laughs> saying all his socials. Yeah. Compilation of Sam's outros. Just you know where to find me. Uh, I'm Sam. Yeah. Uh, bye. Uh. <laughs> I'll remix it. Give it to tired. Oh yeah, make a cool it. like dank remix. Okay, yeah, that's next. I'll I'll hit him up tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Good boy.